From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Two sleeps left. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Here we are. Yes, yes. We're all festively dressed. Well, except uh, Roz. Yeah, I didn't get the memo. I mean, memo. I, I, it was I, in the group <laughs> chat. Same... I know. The same thing every year. Yeah. Nothing. And, Christmas is on the same day. And you know what's crazy is I have a red hoodie too. I got so a couple red hoodies. What are you wearing, Maury? That's not a festive. Yes, it is actually a festive one. What, what is, is this? this? It's a t-shirt. It's a, yeah, it's the it's Kenosha a, Kickers. It's the, the band that John Candy was in in Home Alone 1. It's a shirt promoting his polka band. That's festive. Uh, I argue that. I would argue that it's it is. Polka Kings of the Midwest. I mean, I think Maury's shirt mocha is with the Kenosha Kickers, which is a direct reference to Home Alone, Mm -hmm. is more Christmas than your shirt. My Hulkamania one? (laughs) Yeah, you just literally have a Hulk Hogan shirt on that has like garland around it. (laughs) Yeah, and it's snowing on Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know, but this is referencing a movie. What does yours say, Shem? What it do, baby? Hey, 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 what it do, baby? (laughs) Shem, yeah, there you go. All right, all right. I got you. He's wearing a white tee. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, and yeah, and you know what the the crazy thing is too is that uh, is that that last year at this time you wore white tee as well? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) No, you did because I remember. Oh, did I? Yeah. 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 All he wears is white tees. Yeah, yeah. I got no problem with that. No, but I I woke up this morning and uh, and I'm trying to like you know when you you got to retrace your steps because you wonder if you did something or not. Oh, were you drunk last night? No, 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 no. No, no, but I woke up this morning because it's dark, right? Like, you know, when we get up, it's dark. And I don't want to turn all the lights on and wake Catherine up and everything else, right? So I do everything in the dark. Mm -hmm. I walk, I get into work sometimes. I'm wearing odd socks. My socks are inside out. I don't know what the hell's going on, right? Just do what I do and pick out your clothes the night before. What am I, a child? Lay my clothes out? No, no. Everyone does that. What do you mean everyone does that? That way you won't have mismatched socks? No, 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 no. I do mine on Sundays. For the week. What? Yeah, no, what you don't. What does it matter with you? Whoa. That is Shut a, up, that, that is a single that man I'm talking not, right I'm now. Not, you okay. plan out your wardrobe for the week on a Sunday? Everybody has like a chair, right? Like like the chair in their, in their bedroom where you dump clothes on, right? Well, I use my chair to lay out my clothes for the week. It just makes it easier. Uh, first of all, well, yeah, but Shem, you can turn the lights on. You don't have any, you're not going to wake anybody up. No, yeah. I know, but it's it's less time for me in the morning than to, I'm, you know, mess, mess around. Okay. Okay. I, what if you I, change your mind on a Wednesday? Are you allowed to change the What do you mean allowed? Like, what's going to happen to him if he changes his mind? Or you think that? Okay. You're moving around. So I'm moving around. Okay, so I get up, right? And... Uh, uh, I slept in a t-shirt last night because my shoulders were cold. Okay. Right? Okay. So I slept in a t-shirt last night because my shoulders were cold. And then I got up, took a shower, uh, everything else. And then I went into the room to get dressed. And I had before shower, uh, I pulled out everything that I was going to wear for the day, mm-hmm. put it on the bed. But then I started petting the cat. And like I got totally distracted. So I'm pretty sure I put on the t-shirt 
this morning the same one that I slept in last night. Just smell the armpits. No, I smell good. I smell like I just showered. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the t-shirt doesn't smell. Smell the shoulders. The shoulders? What if your shoulders are sweaty? No, I think it smells fine. No, Maury, I don't. It smells fine. So you're good. Yeah, am I though? But nobody needs to know. You just keep it to yourself. Yeah, maybe I'll do that then. (laughs) (laughs) Weirdo. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Fabian, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how are ya? Good. What's going on, bro? Oh, man. Waiting for uh, to get a hold of y'all, man. I know. We heard that you've been trying to call for, like, so many days now. Oh, man. Y'all busy. It's okay. I love y'all the same way, man. What's, What's going, going on? on, Fabian? Um, what are the plans for the holidays? You know me. Just chilling and smoking and growing. Same old thing. <laughs> Nothing changing, guys. Yeah. Uh, biggest weed head we know, Fabian. And uh, you are growing, uh, as we've said in the past, rosin mocha weed. How has that I been actually, going for you? I actually planted four seeds a couple weeks ago, so they're out of the soil now. There are little plants growing, and I'm actually doing a huge YouTube channel thing where I'm showing people how to, like, you know, mix the nutrients and do everything with the rock and mocha really? plant. Are you allowed to do that on YouTube? Yeah, absolutely. You are, huh? I think so. I haven't got kicked off yet, so, yeah. uh, you know. Uh, to I've remind everyone, what were the um, the flavors of the Raza Mocha weed or the uh, the potent? What do you call it? Yeah, what was it called? Is it like cookies or something? Raza Mocha cookies. It's mixed with gelo- uh, sorry, Giscotti and kosher sorbet. Okay, and what's this new one that you're growing now? The new one is Raza Mocha cookies again. Oh, the oh. same one. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's the same one. Everybody's been messaging me on Instagram asking me what's up with this, so I figured, you know, over the holidays, I might as well start it and get it going. Now, the people who have tried the Raza Mocha... Um, weed strain. How, how has it been received? Everybody loves it. That's why they want it back again. Really, huh? Damn. Back by yeah. popular demand. Mm. Exactly, exactly. Po- back by popular demand. Right? And have so people I been asking you for advice on how to grow their own, whether it's the Razamoka weed or like another another strain? Oh, yeah, man. Steady messages all the time, especially really? listeners from the radio. Yeah, they say, I heard you. Can uh, I need help? This is a problem. They send me pictures and I try to help them out as much as I can. Oh, wow. Really, huh? Look at that. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Anybody needs to get a hold of me, you know, it's Family Trees 19 on Instagram and YouTube. <laughs> 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 like and subscribe. Yeah. Don't forget. <laughs> um, hey, so do you have now that we're going into the Christmas uh, Christmas holidays, right? Do yeah. you have a special weed that you only smoke during Christmas, or that you only grow for the holiday season? Well, not not to actually grow part to smoke. Now, yeah, I found a license, like the, the legal weed market. I found a licensed producer that has something that I really like. So yeah, I'm after that strain right now. It's called Gelato Thirty Three. Oh wow! Okay, so what that's makes it, what makes it so different, though. Like I don't understand what makes it the different. Taste. The, the taste. taste, the taste, the high, the potency of the THC, everything. They call them the ter- It's called the terpene profile. The okay. terpene profile makes a difference. Okay, it's like the Scoville rating on hot hot peppers, right? Absolutely, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much the same thing. The Scoville rating. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. So, do you have like you have a? Is that what you're smoking on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, or like throughout the holidays? Uh, throughout the whole holidays, man. Okay. I buy a big bag of that. Make sure it doesn't run out. <laughs> okay. Wow. And, and how yeah, many man. how many blunts are you getting out of that bag of weed that you bought? Uh, twenty eight. A wow. gram of blunt. Twenty eight. Yeah. Oh yeah, a gram God. of blunt. A gram of blunt. Wow. Yeah, you know, you, uh, Roz, I haven't messaged Roz. I'm disappointed in all you guys. You guys kept talking about Snoop Dogg and all the weedy smokes. Now one one. One mention of Fabian at all in that. Saying, you know, we know a guy that may be close to that because I burned more than 10 
Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Calm more down. Than, more than 10 a day? I smoke, a, a, okay, honestly, on the weekends, I probably hit about nine or 10 a day, but I'm also smoking with my wife. You know what I'm saying? Right, but right. come on, man. I'm up there with Snoop Dogg, man. That's I'm a up, lot, dude. That's a I'm lot of in you, you guys didn't say, you know, and Fabian's on our list, but, you know, I still love you guys. I still love you guys. You know? Fair enough, man. Yep. We will we will always mention you. You know, always. it kind of hits different when you have a weed head telling us that we disappoint them. I know. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm different, though. I'm different. Uh, Fabian, you know we love you, bro. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Thank you, you guys, man. Hope you enjoy the time this coming weekend with your family. Oh, absolutely. Same with you guys, you know. And then next time we talk, we got to talk about Roger's book. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. How about about we schedule some time in the new year? Can we do that? Absolutely, guys. Absolutely. Before you let me go, can I do one thing? Because people have been busting my chops. Give a huge shout-out to Leaky Mechanical. All those guys there, man, we've been working hard, you know, and big shout-out to them, man. Keep doing your thing, and, uh, you know, we'll see you guys in the new year. <laughs> Love <Perfect>. you, bro. <laughs> Love you too, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Here we are, coming close to the end of 2022. And uh, as we do at the end of every month, close to the end of the, every month, is uh, look back at that month with a Roz and Mocha recap song. Uh, written and performed by our very own Shem, executive mm-hmm. producer of the Ron Zamoga Show. And uh, this time, though, rather than looking back at the month of December, Shem has decided that we look back at the entire year because Oof. so much <laughs> went down. Would you say this is the most difficult song for the entire year? Hands right? down, because there's yeah. so much that you're going to miss. And yes, it, it, to your point, it is a year-end recap, not just a December recap. So there's some stuff that we missed. But yeah, try to cover all the big stories. Here we go, y'all. Here we go, going to classic. Recap, 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 recap. Come on. If you want to get to 2023, first up, you got to recap with me. Oh, my, what a year it's been. Try to cover big stories. Holy hell, that wasn't easy. Oh my, what a year it's been. First up, we lost Betty White, Bob Saget. Man, that didn't feel right. That Tinder swindler guy, man, he was so wrong. The Ottawa trucker convoy had their crew. Russia, Ukraine in a heated feud. When Will slapped Chris, oh man, the reaction was strong. Remember that Ben Mary J. Lo. We had Matea Roach. Raj dropped the book. Johnny Depp won his case, you know. I couldn't use my phone. Kim and Pete no more. Can't believe they made Roe v. Wade go. Women of the Red show no fear. Queen Liz is no longer here. Kanye needs help. That is clear. Twitter sucks now that Elon is here. Shout out to the workers of QP. Black Panther to hit the movies. Can't buy Taylor Swift tickets. Britney Griner went free to Twitch. We say rest in peace. Oh my, what a year it's been. Hey, this year was crazy. There we go, there we ladies go. and gentlemen. Wow. 2022, Roz and Mocha Show recap. Thank you, Shem. Woo. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 
How's everybody doing? How you doing, Dan Amore? I had butterflies in my stomach before coming. I've been here so long, yeah. so many years, but whenever you take time off, I get butterflies. Whenever, like, you take time off? Yeah, like, you know, the day before you go back to work or before back to school, You like, I was lying in bed. I couldn't sleep. I was so nervous. Amateur. <laughs> Maybe gas. Why? Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> what did you eat last night? Yeah. No, no, no. It was like there was also gas, but yeah. I assure you, I know the feeling but between why, the two. Why? Like, so you were nervous about doing the show? Like, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, back to work, back to work. Like, you know, I haven't seen Rosamoka and, and Shem in like two weeks. You know what's so crazy? You know what's so crazy, more Before we go on holidays, more basically walks out of here with his two middle fingers sticking in the air, right? <laughs> like, he, he always says, guys, I'm unplugging, I'm this. And the, what he's basically... The biggest what, lie the biggest the lie. But what he's saying is that I can't wait to get away from you a-holes. Right? You, ba- you walk out of the room and you're like, seal, just so you know, before the phone goes in the nightstand, suck it! Like, that is basically how you walk out of here. Like, well, that's, I get that feeling every time we go on vacation. Every single time. I get that feeling that you can't wait to get away from us And the minute enough. I get to my car, I miss you. Yeah, I, I, I've never, I've never, From it's the time, not normal. Yo, with the show wrap before the holidays, Bro, right? And you, you, you bound, you dip like 30 seconds after the show yeah. finishes, and we don't hear from you at all. Nothing. You quote unquote unplugged. Yeah. Meanwhile, we all know that you I have, have two phones. You're One goes in the nightstand. Stuff. You're doing stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, please. Completely. You still send me your stupid Instagram stuff. To my DMs, I'm like, oh, Maury's unplugged. He doesn't even write a message. He just sends me what he's up to. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The group chat's still, like, going crazy, and right. Maury, like, doesn't reply. No. Until yesterday, when it was, like, all about work oh, stuff. God, so, yeah, Butterfly's really nervous about yeah. being back. So why were, why were you so nervous? <laughs> I don't... Is it because you left on such a salty uh, <laughs> tone before the holidays? <laughs> oh, we, yeah. Yeah, you are wondering if we remembered? Oh, we oh. remembered. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. <laughs> Thank God we got it out on the table. But why are you so nervous? I don't know. I'm sure everyone feels that way. Like, I don't. you haven't uh, nope. seen... Okay. Do you, Ross? No. Sham, do you? Cool, man. All right, just me. But why? We're nervous about what, though? Yeah, because you like, haven't been around people for so long, two weeks. You, you know what? Oh, my God. You were God, with your I husband mean, for two weeks. What do you mean being around people? We didn't Did you argue see your once. family? What's that? You didn't argue once. No, it was like the greatest vacation ever. Really? We did not argue once. Yeah, I saw my family. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Hey, why did your Aunt Brenda give me Christmas presents? I know. I'm sorry. I, I came in. I came in there's, Chris, there's Christmas yeah. presents on my, like, <laughs> in front of Brenda. Oh, did you get Christmas presents from Aunt Brenda, yeah. too? I did, too. <laughs> did a you tag on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's what a tag the on it. It says, to Mocha from... Auntie Brenda. Like, not your dad, not Matthew, Aunt Brenda. Are we open big it? fan, big fan of the show. We're opening Aunt Brenda's presents. Oh, my God. Yeah. Get on. your strap. What is this? Uh, coffee flavored edible candy shot glasses. Oh, uh, espresso look flavor. Look at this. Look at that. Hmm? Thank you, Auntie Brenda. Look at that. <laughs> so, are you supposed to put alcohol in this? Yeah. Yeah. I thought this was chocolate. There's a, a cappuccino shooter, a uh, black Russian shooter, espresso, mudslide shot. Yeah. All right. Fancy. Auntie Brenda knows us, huh? Look at that. What'd you get me, Maury? I don't even remember what you got me. I got you, a, a, like, cider. Oh, yeah, right. I prefer this. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I had, uh, I became the thing that I found, that I've always found hysterical my whole life. Which is? And I became that thing over the weekend, which is I've always, even today, if I see a video of something just pops up in my feed, I laugh hysterically, which is I've always found 
dads who still think they can do stuff funny. Mm. You know when you see a dad on a diving board and you can tell that he's been on a diving board, but it's been about 30 years, mm. right? Or like I, rem- I still vividly remember the first time my dad tried to get on one of my bikes. My dad knew how to ride a bike, mm-hmm. but 25 years later, that awkwardness of like a grown man oh, trying to do something. So sure. dads who think they can still do stuff. And that was me. What was your moment? Oh, though? for God's sake. Was I it did, the diving board? Dude, no. Okay, I kicked a soccer ball. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I've been I've been limping for more than no. twenty four hours now. And I have a scab on the top of my foot. Okay. No. I kicked a soccer ball. And Come I didn't on, even man. I didn't even kick a real soccer ball. And they have like a VR room where you can go in and do stuff in the oh, VR room, right? Love it's it it's like a golf simulator. Yes. Uh, but they have a soccer one and Rox was there with two of her friends. And they were trying to score goals on this whatever. And it tells you how hard you kick. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching like a 13-year-old, my kid, and then her two 12-year-old friends kick this ball. And they're, you know, it's fine, right? But and when I, you automatically, the, the competitor in you bro. comes out, and you're like, I smoke these kids? Yes. <laughs> yes. You can't just let them have fun, huh? No. You can't just sit no. back no. like a cool dad no. just have a drink and just chill. I can't. I can't at all. I'm incapable. So you stood up and like, because you every, every time they kicked the ball, the big thing came up, and it was like 31 miles per hour. Yeah. 29 miles per hour. And I'm just sitting there like going, come on, I can beat this thing. Uh Right? I can beat this thing. So I get up. And for some stupid ass reason, I decide to do it in my socks. Oh, you idiot. Right? I don't know why. (laughs) I had shoes on. And I took my shoes off. Uh Right? So I kicked the ball. The first time I kicked the ball, I felt something in my foot where I was like, oh, damn. Uh That hurts. But it was fast. And then everybody in the room was like, oh, my God, do it again. And then so I go and do it again. And I do it again. And I do it again. And I do it again. And then so I scored like a couple goals on the guy. But at this point, I am in so much pain. Yeah, but you look like the hero. Oh, I'm in so so much pain at this point. Uh And I can tell that I've skinned the top of my foot, Uh right? So there's now a scab developing on it. After your first kick with no shoes on, you continued to kick with no shoes on? I had to. Uh, I had to, okay, to prove a point. So then we go back into the rotation, and then the girls start doing it, and it's fun again, right? Mm -hmm. It's fun again. And, uh, and then the girls are like, okay, you want to go play ping pong? And the other girls are like, yeah, let's go play ping pong. Oh, no. And then Catherine's like, okay, uh, let's go play ping pong. And I say, I'll be down in a minute. Oh, no. <laughs> so you got to beat your own high score? I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. I stayed up there for an extra 15 minutes. Really? Okay, yeah. Still no shoes on. Still no shoes on. And now I can't walk, uh-huh. right? Now I've been, I've been limping now for uh, like, tw- oh, more than 24 hours. 36 hours now. I've been limping. But did you beat the high score? Yes, of course. Well, my high score. I smoked those girls, though. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Hello, Roz and Mocha. Um, So, uh, three weeks ago, I had a weird, weird dream about Maury. God. I know Roz doesn't want to hear it, buddy, but it was kind of weird that I had to share. Okay. You sound like you're lying right now. No, not at all. Yeah, I don't know. I don't believe you. Uh, What's your name? Mr. Singh. Mr. Uh, I've texted okay. you guys before. I've, I've been on the show a couple times. Okay. All right. Okay. So uh, was this a uh, was this a dream you had? Well, uh, was it a, a night sleep or was it a nap or when did the dream happen? Oh no, this was this was a night sleep. This oh. was a sugar induced night sleep. Okay. 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 So 
Uh, apparently, I found Maury's phone in my dream. Uh, it was one of those old, you know, the first generation um, iPhones. Okay. Um, and for some reason, Maury showed up to my place. And when Maury was picking up the phone, he grew boobs. He grew boobs? He grew boobs right in front of my face. He grew boobs. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Not far from and, reality. And, 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 okay. Like I said, it was a weird dream. Sugar induced. Like right in front of you, he grew boobs? Like he just showed he up at your door and he, you opened the door and Maury just started growing boobs? He just started growing boobs, but he's wearing his regular clothes and he has like what? Like triple D's. Okay. Oh, wow. Big boobs. Yeah, there were, there were big boobs. And I was like, what's going on? I woke up with sweat. In your dream, Maury shows up to get his phone. He's got triple D boobs. And then what happens? You invite him yeah, in oh, or you give him the yeah, phone? Yeah, he came in. He came uh, in. He started talking about Roz. And then his phone grew into a tablet. I'm going to stop this right now because I don't want to know what else on Maury grew. <laughs> okay. Like, I don't know where we're going here. We got Maury grew boobs and then his phone grew, and I don't want to know what else grew. <laughs> so then what happened in the dream? And then it just, I, I think there was, there was, I don't know, some, like he showed up in a, in, into my bedroom, but that, that's when Come I woke up and I was like, no way. Come like, this, this cannot go further. I don't know. I think, I think there's like an attraction between you and Maury. I think there's uh, way too much binging of the show. <laughs> I don't know, man. To me, if you're thinking about Maury, like your brain is being like, okay, so normally like I'm not into this kind of stuff and everything I know about Maury is kind of grotesque at times. How can I, what would, what would my, like what would it take for me to be attracted? And then you Maury just got huge boobs and you're like, oh, okay, this helps, right? <laughs> like it's super I mean, weird. Yeah, boobs always, boobs always help. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying, man. <laughs> Damn, this, is, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but it's, I, I love Maury. Maury, Maury is great. Maury's fantastic. I don't know why he gets all that hate on the show, but he's fantastic. Yeah. I love the guy. Did he have a bra at all? At all? No, no. At it all? didn't get to the point where his shirt came off. His shirt was still on. It might have been one of those Campbell Shoop, Stoop shirts on or oh something like God. that. So but yo, Maury's wearing his Campbell He's literally his wearing Campbell his Campbell right, now. right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at them boobs. Okay, hold on here. So, so, so when Maury's boobs grew in your dream, when he showed up at your house and you opened the door and Maury just started spontaneously growing huge boobs, right? So yeah. there was there was no bra because obviously he wasn't expecting it. But like, because Maury's shirts are tight, right? So what did that look like? Um, like, were they all it, like, did, did his shirt grow with it or did it look yeah, like yeah, yeah. It, it, it did? His huh? shirt definitely grew with it. You know what? I... I, I, this was this was so long ago. Like I said, three weeks. I've been sitting on this for a long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I think it was just like, you know when, when you see it on, on the movies where the shirt's like just sticking out ridiculously? Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those. Mr. Singh, <laughs> we appreciate you, bro. Happy New Year. Thank you for, so much for sharing. Thank you, guys. Happy New Year as well. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, goalie. How are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, Roz and Mocha. How's it going? Doing good. How are you today? I'm good. Just drinking my coffee and waiting to talk to you guys. Oh, okay, what's on your mind today? <laughs> oh, man. My neighbor can't mind her damn business. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, you wrote this. Uh, how do I get my psychic... Sorry, my psychotic neighbor oh. to leave me alone? <laughs> And stop complaining to my condo board about my cats. I have two bangles, and sometimes they go out for a walk in the halls. 
management keeps citing condo rules that they can be potentially removed from my place, and I don't know what the hell kind of proof this psycho has on me help. So cats are not allowed to, like, roam around freely in the hallways of the condo? Um, nope. Okay. So how, how, are they getting, how are they getting out? I mean, I, I let them out. They're Bengals. They oh. need to be out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The way you phrase this is you really shirk the responsibility. You said, I have two Bengals, and sometimes <laughs> they go out for walks in the halls. No, but you're letting yeah. them out. Yeah. Okay. Why are you letting your cats I'm in the halls? Them. I'm with them all the time. But why, um, why are you letting your cats walk around the halls in the condo? Because... They're Bengals. You you know you have four cats. They're crazy. They they need to exercise. Why do you why um, do you have two bang why do you have two bangles? Because they're lovely animals. Did you have those cats before moving into that condo? Oh no, I've lived here for years, uh, for like a, oh. over a decade. And did you know about I've, the the type of cat and what kind of cats they are and like having to roam around and, like, getting exercise, like, before getting them? Did you do your research on these cats? Well, I, I, t- I when I had the first one, I, t- I would take her out in the summertime, and yeah. she would get, you know, uh, her exercise in. When I got the second one, so the first one's half bangle. She's not as crazy. The, the full bangle one, she is a ball of energy. Uh-huh. Uh, so she kind of followed the lead of the first one, and um, it just kind of happened that every time I would come home, she would just run out and, just sniff around a little bit here and there, sit, and then go back inside. Okay. Don't, a few times. I think this is okay. your fault, yeah, Goldie. It's your fault. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know why you're, you let your cats roam around the halls of your condo. because no, she takes them for a walk in the halls. Okay, the That's same, exactly what you're doing, Goldie. Are, are they on leashes? No, they're not. No, they're not. No. You let oh your cats God. roam around the halls of your condo like you own the whole place because you bought two cats that you feel bad keeping cooped up in a tiny little condo. And now because somebody complained, right? Exactly. You feel bad. You bought these two bangles yeah. and you're like, oh, my God, you guys look like you're going crazy in this tiny little place. Let me open the door and we can go and play in the halls, right? That's fine. Mm-hmm. But if somebody's mm-hmm. like, yo, keep your cats inside, that's weird. And I don't yeah. like cats. And mm-hmm. maybe I'm scared of cats or I think that I have some sort of cat allergy. I don't know what it is. But you like putting all of this on everybody else but yourself. I totally take responsibility. Um, and, you know, I I do. I don't want to leave them out there, which is totally irresponsible for sure. But um, take like I have other friends that do this, too, where they so, go and so, they come out. So, they come in so, and they, have, they, don't, they don't have any issues. So, <laughs> so Okay, like, so go live in their building. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, goalie. I still think this is all on you. It's all you. on you. Just keep your cats. Yeah, listen, I, you you made a mistake uh, buying two, you know, wild cats and keeping them in a tiny little condo. But you can't just have them roam around the halls. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right. But okay. <laughs> so, but what? Needs to mind her own business. No, you need to mind your own business. Okay, fine, fine, but. You know anyway, what the rules are in the building, and you're breaking them. I'm bending them. Jeez. What if, what if, like, one of your neighbors had a two-year-old who all day, all night, because they felt bad that they were cooped up in a tiny little condo, was just riding their bike up and down the halls? Making loud noises. Okay, that's that's true. I mean, I see my neighbors, they go out on walks uh, in the hall and whatever. Like, I'm not there camping out all the time. I'm there for, like, a few minutes, and then they come back inside. It's not like, you know, they're they're there 24-7. All right, you know, this is, this is on you, though. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And and Roz, um, I, I I finished your book, and then they sent me an email from Indigo to do like a survey to win five hundred dollars. Can you make it happen? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. I love your look, though. Thank you. In the jacket of the book, yeah. you know how it says broken, broken? Uh-huh. Is that your handwriting? No. Okay, good, because I, I was going to ask questions about that. Yeah, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about my handwriting. Okay, I got. There's already. There's already too much. Okay, there's already, rock and roll. We're talking cats and condos and psycho neighbors and trying to win five hundred dollars from Indigo. dollars from Indigo, and you want me to try and work out some sort of inside deal, and then we transition into my handwriting. No, there's too much going on. Going. No, I love your. I'm sorry. I have ADHD, so you know. I'm, no. Yeah, I <laughs> No. <laughs> love you lots, Goldie. Thanks right? for joining us today. <laughs> okay, love you guys. Bye. Bras and mochas fix my life on Kiss. I wore socks today. Oh, look at you. Yeah, I know. Hey, man, come on. Get them in. Fancy socks? I don't know. They're red. Like with like pictures of something on it? No, these ones don't have pictures on them. They're just red socks. I don't know why. You sound thrilled. I know. It's the first time in a long time. I didn't wear socks all over Christmas break. It was glorious. Oh, why would you? You're at home anyway. No, even when I was out. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but your feet will get cold and you'll catch a cold. It's oh, not how people catch colds, man. <laughs> More coming at me with the, mom, with the mom science <laughs> yeah. back in the day. Don't go outside with, with, with wet, wet hair. hair. <laughs> oh, stupid. We all we all believed it. Uh-huh. My husband still does. We all believed it. What? He still leaves home with He won't wet leave hair? till his hair is dry because he knows he'll catch a cold. Oh, yeah. Moms. They ruined us. Mm-hmm. No, I listen, moms did a lot of great stuff. Okay. No, yeah, I know, yeah, but there's yeah, all yeah. this, you know, yes. like the old school. Yes. Because they were told that. Yes. Right? And then their moms are told, and their moms are told. Yes. Just passed down generation to generation. Yes. All this false information. Yes, I know. And I've right? never, and I've never, I understand pneumonia, right? Uh-huh. Like, I understand oh, you I- hypothermia. Like, I get, like, being mm. cold, right? I understand that stuff. But my mom truly believed that if I left the house with wet hair, mm-hmm. that I would catch a cold. Like, that would be the thing that, attra- I, don't, I don't even think that she thought that, like, that it would attract some sort of virus. I think that she thought that the wet hair legitimately, like, caused a yeah, cold. Because she was told that. Or yes. she would talk to, like, her other mom friends. Right. Right? And they would say, so-and-so got sick. Oh, it's yes. probably because we went out with wet hair. Yes, right. that's exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were all raised by moms who were, like, at the tail end of the Depression, right? You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, they went through some stuff. Yeah, everything. Everything made you right? sick. Right? Yes. Literally. Yes. Everything. Yes. You know, like, our grandma, like when, when our grandmothers were raised, you know, not the way we were. Like, our grandmothers were, were taught, you know, uh, you know, one potato 14 ways. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like... Made that potato stretch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, you know, I never had to learn how to stretch a potato. Uh-huh. Right? Our grandmother sure did. Yeah, and now, then they yeah. Now you can afford to like make it rain <laughs> potatoes. Oh, all the potatoes. <laughs> so many different kinds. <laughs> you know, last night I made I made dinner uh-huh. and I made a beautiful steak last night. You gotta look at the picture of the steak I made last night. Jesus, look at this. Look at this thing. Hold on. Let me get it for you. I don't have my, my glasses on, so make sure that this brown thing is steak, okay? What else? Don't ask the question, yep. Shem. Yep. We don't okay. need the answer. Okay, okay, hold on. You tell me if this brown thing on my phone is steak. <laughs> okay. okay. It seems there's, okay, there's, yeah, it's steak. Okay. Right? Yeah, sexy. Right? That, sexy, beautiful. right? And look at this. Look at that color. Sous vide? Right? Look mm. at that color. Look at that color. That's so, a lot of steak, man. It's for three people. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, for the three of us. I make two big steaks for three people, uh -huh. right? So I, last night, I make a beautiful steak. Well, what are the sides? What are right? you Okay, so uh, the girls had rice because uh -huh. they wanted rice. And I made uh, some, like, just, uh, like, pan-fried garlic bread and asparagus. And so I had it all set up. But I wanted fries. I wanted, I wanted steak frites, mm -hmm. right? But I, I, I forgot to put my fries in the oven. So I had it all done. The table was done. The girls were sitting. They were eating. And I was like, oh, damn, I didn't put my fries in. So I have this beautiful steak mm -hmm. that's the perfect temperature sitting on the table. Yeah, must eat and now. I have to make the decision whether I wait for my fries uh -huh. that were just put in the oven. It's going to be about like 12 minutes. Uh -huh. Or if I start eating steak now. Start eating steak. That's my choice. That yeah. would have been my decision. I waited. Oh, so you had hot fries with yeah, cold steak? Yeah, you can always I microwave the steak. Oh, no, what are you talking about amateur. microwaving a steak? Maury, get out. Maury, get out. I cook the perfect... No, but if it gets cold, you just get out. It. No, that's not reheating a steak. That's cooking a steak. Even if I have leftovers the next day, I don't microwave steak. Really? No, I leave it on the counter to come into room Horrible. temperature. That's as hot as it gets the oh. next day. You're no. What do you mean I'm missing out? Did you smother out? it in horseradish? In horseradish. Bro. <laughs> you are horse. That's how you right that's now. you know what that is more? That's how you catch cold. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo Sam, are you there? Hi, yes I'm here. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? I'm well. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. Uh, we're excited to have you on the show with us. Uh, Sam sent in this question. Did Maury ever learn how to blow a gum bubble? Can he do a live demonstration? When the hell were we talking about this, Sam? Um, so it was about a year ago on an uh -huh. old episode of the podcast. Yeah. And someone had asked when the last time was that you guys had all chewed gum. <laughs> um, and Maury mentioned that he didn't know how to do it. And you guys were giving him like step-by-step -step instructions and techniques. And he said mm. people have tried to show him how to do it. And it just wasn't clicking. So it's been a year. I hope he's been practicing. Um, and I want to see what he has to do now. Okay. Uh, Maury, is it you've never blown a bubble with gum? No. When would I ever have done that? Like, when don't you're chewing gum? It seem like it's weird, man. Like when people chew gum, every now and then you try to blow a bubble. No, and that's but I've, it. I've, I've never had the reason to. Okay. Did anybody ever teach you how to blow a bubble with gum? My dad tried. He, he tried. And how did that go? What do you remember your dad saying to you? You flatten it. Yeah. To the top of your mouth. Yes. Then you move it to the front. Right. Poke your tongue through and then blow through that poked hole. We're still talking about gum, right? <laughs> Honestly, it's not bad instruction, though. Right? I mean, that's the IKEA version on how to blow a bubble. But it's not. It's not bad. Uh, do you have gum with you, more? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I've hubba bubba bubba. Okay. <laughs> Oh, you have one too, Mocha. Yeah. Okay. Shem also has one. I have one. one as well. Oh, look at that. Do you want one? No, I'm fine. Oh. So we have gum here. Now, what flavor is this? Ooh, watermelon, my favorite. Okay. Okay. So. Oh, my God. Oh, this is going to take heavy. forever. You I didn't know. realize. you got to make it soft first. Tick. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm just going to be quiet right now and just let the sweet sounds of y'all chewing, okay? Here we go. <laughs> so gross. So tick. Mm. You guys are so gobby right now, all of you. Who's trying to fast? Our jaw's going to work out. Yeah. You're creating such a drool. <laughs> okay, hold okay. on here. One of you is really loud. Is that you, Shem? Mm, I got big lips. Sorry. <laughs> Don't swallow. I always swallow. I never do. I always do. <laughs> I, I, 
Sometimes I can't even help myself. That's one of the reasons why I don't chew gum. Like if I have like a piece of like Trident or something like mm-hmm. that, do they still make Trident? Or yeah. are we eating gum from the eighties? <laughs> um, like if I still have a piece of Trident, uh, I won't, I won't, I won't swallow it. But sh- but, if, but if I put a piece of like Hubba Bubba in my mouth, mm-hmm. when it gets to that really really smooth mm-hmm. part, I swallow it immediately. Like I, I get an urge to swallow yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. almost can't I not swallow it. I understand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm losing flavor. Okay. Well, impossible. Okay, so uh, who wants to start to, to blow a bubble first? I think Maury should try first. Okay, Maury. I feel like I'm going to take the longest. No, okay, try try for us, Maury. I, I'm flattening it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then push it to the... I push it to the front. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's wrapped around my tongue. Yes, sir. Mm. Yeah. Now I'm going to blow. Okay. Keep in mind, Maury's... I hope he doesn't because Maury's got a... <laughs> Okay, so that gum just flew out of Maury's mouth onto the floor. Oh Maury's got a big so. beard. Five-second roll, Maury. There you go, buddy. Back in the hatch. Am I trying again? Yeah. Flattening. Flattening. Why don't you all try together? Maury, you instruct the, the room, okay? Flatten it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Push it mm-hmm. to the front. Move mm-hmm. it to the front. Poke it with your tongue. Poke it with mm-hmm. your tongue. And gently blow, Maury. Gently, mm-hmm. gently, 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 gently. Oh, man. Okay, Shem's got a bubble. Mm-hmm. Oh, Shem just sucked. Mine is Bob. This is so boring for people. Did I do Don't it? Worry about it? No. Oh my no. God! What is that? No. More. You got to flatten it. Like it doesn't come out of your mouth. Is that your tongue? Why can't I see your tongue? You need to. I need to be able to see your tongue I poking tried. through. It's gonna sound so funny in slow motion. <laughs> okay, go. Blow bubble. Blow bubble. Maury's never blown a bubble before. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> no, that looks like it's prolapsed. Ah, oh, my bubble just popped. Yeah. Mocha still hasn't blown a bubble yet. I'm and beginning the, the to think that maybe Mocha doesn't know how to blow a bubble. I know how. Just I don't two, think he... Hold the on. Two pop. Hold on. We got a, we got a new thing here. No. You're clowning on Maury for not being able to blow a bubble. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know how to blow a bubble. I do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let us have it. There we go. Oh, yes. There right. we go. Kate, Maury, it's all, it's all on you. You got one more shot, big boy. All right. Flatten. <laughs> yeah. Can I flatten it with my hands? No! Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, oh. ch- children tend to do that. Okay. Dear God, yeah, your those, hands are so greasy those now. Ha- I'm worried, I, oh, those okay. hands have been everywhere today. Can I hold it and push through? And that through? gum has been on the floor twice. Pe- yeah, people have done this before. Yeah, Maury's holding his gum up uh, to his mouth like a dental dam. <laughs> and he's blowing through it. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm sorry, Sam. This probably is not going the way you Go. thought. No. Uh, okay, so yeah, it, it sounded really wanna, bad. You want to you want you want to call us back next year? I think I might have to yeah. and check in on the yeah. progress. Okay, all right, Sam. <laughs> thank all right. you. Cool. <laughs> all right, thank you, all Shem, right. you just, just so you know, yeah. Sam, Shem just blew a bubble that was so big it just popped on his face. Bragging <laughs> 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 now in front of Maury. <laughs> <laughs> he had to get a tissue to wipe it all oh, off man. his face. I know. I know. Oh, girl. I know. Thank you, Sam. After seeing yours, Shem, Maury's never going to try and blow another one ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Too big. It was huge. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Kate Winslet's just the best, man. Oh, my God. She's just the best. She's just like, she's so talented and she's kind. And I remember the first time I, I was talking to Kate Winslet about... She was up for some award or whatever it was. And oftentimes you ask people going into awards shows whether they're excited or they want to win. And everybody plays it down. And Kate Winslet was the first actor 
who answered that question with, of course I want to win. <laughs> right? Like, she's just she's just the best. Mm-hmm. And this, this clip is going around now where Kate Winslet was being interviewed. Uh, by this young reporter named Martha from a, a German network, and it was it was Martha's very first time ever interviewing somebody famous, and Kate Winslet like calms her down at the beginning and makes sure it's great for her. So listen to this clip. Um, it's my first time. This is your first time. Yeah. Doing it? Okay. Well, guess what? When we do this interview, yeah, it's going to be the most amazing interview ever. Okay. And do you know why? Why? Because we've decided that it is going to be. So we've decided right now, me and you, this is going to be a really fantastic interview. Okay. And you can ask me anything that you want, and you don't have to be scared. Everything's going to be amazing. Okay. Okay, you've got this. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Uh, Isn't that the best? The absolute best. So then I'm like, hey, Maury, find me, because I only had that clip, right? And Mm -hmm. I was like, where's the interview? I want to hear the interview, at least what the girl's first question was, Mm -hmm. right? And so here is how it all turned out. Heute treffe ich die berühmte Schauspielerin Kat Winslet und bin gespannt, ob sie wirklich all meine Fragen beantworten kann. Okay, of course, because she's German. Kate Winslet ist ein echter Hollywood-Star. Oh. Sie ist schon richtig lange Schauspielerin Wait, und hat in vielen up. Filmen mitgespielt. Du bist eine super berühmte Schauspielerin. Wolltest du schon immer Schauspielerin werden? Yes. Ja, ich wollte Schauspielerin werden, seit ich zehn Jahre alt bin. Die Verhoffnung ist dumm! Mit meiner Familie, mit meinen Geschwistern und dann wurde es zu meinem Beruf. Was macht ihr am Schauspielern am meisten? Ich wollte wirklich hoffen, dass... Sie sind nicht nervös, wenn sie das sagen. Nein, der Voice-Over-Person hatte all die Konfidenz in der Welt. Das ist, wie man das macht, Kind. Sie sagten, als sie das schon für immer machen. Sie haben es wahrscheinlich. Ich wollte nur, dass ich die Chemistrie zwischen den beiden hören und wie es alles startet. It really is, though, uh, a super sweet moment. And I saw the yeah. comments uh, just praising Kate Winslet. Yeah. Everyone like, I want Kate to be my mom. Crank and wagon. Um, yeah, no, I was really looking forward to that, though. I know, yeah, you're right. Kate Winslet, all those comments is like, oh, I wish she was my mom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get a couple people like Shem in there being like, I wish she was my mom, too. I was going to say. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, didn't you do some sort of cold bath thing over over your vacation? I did. I, I did, um, yeah, you uh, the plunge sort of at this place where you were from hot to cold, hot to cold. Yeah, which apparently is really good for you. I couldn't do that. So so it's these big giant tubs all in. How many tubs in that room? There's four tubs. Four tubs, right? Mm-hmm. And you go in and... By yourself? No, you, so there's a bunch of people in the room with you. But you go in the tub oh. yourself, yeah. No, you don't. Well, I went in with my friend, yeah. Yeah. Your friend. My yeah. friend Kate. Well, my good friend Kate. Everybody okay. everybody I saw was it was in a tub with somebody else. Okay. Right? So you, you dip into like a freezing cold tub and there's another person in there with you. There's actually ice in there. Yeah. yeah. Like, and they you... put more ice. When you get out, they dump more ice. Because yeah. here's a fun fact about ice. It melts. I know, yeah. but the water is still going to be very cold. So when you were in there, here's what I, this is what I would worry about. That would, I would just never be able to get this out of my head. So when you're in there and it's freezing cold and you have another person in this tub with you, right? When your leg accidentally touches their leg, does it feel like a dead person's leg because it's so cold? It very much does. See, I couldn't get over that. I mm. wouldn't be able to get over that, I don't think. I it's would be like so out of there. I would so be so out of there. How long are you in the cold water for? Two minutes. Two and minutes. And then you have to get up and go to... You go. You get out warm, yeah. and then you go into the sauna. And then for how long? Can, and then you could stay in there as long as you want, and then you uh-huh. go back into the cold thing again. Yeah. Oh, so it's not like there's a timer, and then like a di- every time it dings. No, I, I you signed switch. up for free play. 
which is oh. that's not so okay. weird. Okay, once more the, if, if, the amount of times Maury has paid somewhere and signed up for free play. Uh, hey. Right, I oh, Maury walks in. So, so let me just show you how this works. So we have the thing here and the thing here, or you can sign up for free. Oh yeah, I got it. Yeah, <laughs> been there. Familiar. Yeah, he's going through his wallet, all his membership cards. Yeah. The whole stamp I mean? free play. Free play. <laughs> okay, so okay. you have free play. Yeah. yeah, and and then how many remind how many people are in the room again? Well, there's four tubs, but the whole thing, it was packed. It's very cult-like because everybody oh. shuffles from one thing to the other. It was very yeah. cult, and you're and all in it, your towels. Is there music? Is it loud in there? Is it quiet? Like, it's what's very the, quiet. What's the atmosphere? Very quiet. So, oh. And this lady goes around bonging some sort of metal bowl to sort of, I guess, for yeah. some sort of spa-like feeling. Yeah, mm. yeah. So wait a second. So that bath, right, that's not your bath water then, right? No, it's like, shared bath water. It's shared bath water. <laughs> free play, right? <laughs> free, 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 get, I guess. That's what, yes, that's, that's it. <laughs> Would you do this, Shim? What? No, you yes. would not. No, you would not. So when you're in the sauna, Maury, somebody's in your bath? Somebody's, yeah. And, and then you switch, and then they're sitting in your place in the sauna. And then you go, what are you wearing? Are you wearing, like, do you, you go, go in nude? your swim trunks. Yeah. Well, you know, bare feet or whatever. No, yeah. no, like, any sort of footwear. Here's the weird part, though, is that do you think that you would still do it if people were nude in the tub? Absolutely not. But what's the difference of wearing swim trunks and being nude when you're, you're submerged seeing, in water? Yeah, but you're not seeing the ice touch the thing. No, no, no. But it doesn't matter, though. I, even if you never saw it. Like, let's say it was towels on, yeah. right? And then you you you, you dip in and then, and, then, and then towel off. You wouldn't, Absolutely huh? Not. Even with free play? Well, even, even with free play. <laughs> but what's the... What, then what, yeah, exactly. Well, then why buy free play, <laughs> right? <laughs> if you can't go nude in the, in the cold tub, why buy free play? It's a very good question because there were a couple of free people there where I would have been okay with it. Yeah, I used to go to this gym years ago in the 90s and uh, you would go into the steam room and I didn't know, but like the dudes in the steam room just went in in a towel and then took the towel off and sat on the towel and everybody was nude in there. Yeah, I've been to what? places. Like yeah, that. everybody was nude. Yeah. What was that place called? Free play? It was a gym. Oh. It was a gym. And I didn't even sign up for free play. And what did you do? <laughs> I wanted no play. That's the membership I wanted. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Dallas, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. Boys. We uh, talk to Dallas multiple times a year. Dallas is a huge, huge Roz and Mocha fan. What's going on, bro? Oh, you know, digging snow out in Vancouver and waiting for my baby girl to arrive. Oh, oh. that's great, man. Well, congratulations. <laughs> um, what is your question? So my wife and I have discussed this at length yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, and between the practicality and the aesthetics and the childproofing of it. But which do you prefer? Door handles or door knobs? Oh, all day <laughs> handles. Yeah, I'm a handle guy. Yeah, and I'll tell you, because I come in the house every day where my hands are full. Uh -huh. And if I have a bag in my hand, I don't have to put the bag down. I can lift the bag up and use the weight of the bag uh -huh. to push that handle down, and then I just kick it in uh, with my foot. Or I just use my elbow to push the door handle Would down. Would anyone ever say knob? Like, I mean, I think some people might like knobs. Wait, wait, wait. Dallas, what do you say? Well, uh, like, I, th I think knobs look classier, and they look nicer. But if you have, mm. like, small children, and if, you ha and if you have small children, knobs are definitely, like, way harder for them to open. Huh. And like cats mm. and that sort of stuff and pets. True. Okay. And true. what is what does your wife true. think? She 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 likes she likes um I think she likes no she likes handles too because yeah like if you have a handful of groceries you can just lean down on it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. So, I'm, I'm a handles. I prefer handles. So you're wondering though with a kid though, right? Well, I mean for both. I mean right now I enjoy handles, but also like like 
you get your like jeans and stuff caught on handles too. And, I do that all the time. Know. That happens to me all the time. I get my jeans caught. Yeah, but handles are fancier. Handles are fancy. Don't pretend more that you've ever even been in the vicinity <laughs> of getting your jeans caught on a door handle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like maybe a scarf, but definitely not your scarf. definitely definitely not your jean loop. But I, I would argue that they're fancier. We have black handles that we just put in, and they're really really sleek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I mean I'm not into ornate things, but yes, I'm 100 percent with you. I, I like the the aesthetics of a, of a handle. Um, I have, I don't have any door knobs. I have lots of handles. And then we also have pocket doors, mm. which, mm. which are interesting too, because they're very easy to lock a kid into a room because kids have a very difficult time maneuvering a pocket door. Yeah. Right. So we have pocket doors. Um, but, uh, but no, no I'm, I'm, I'm all handles all yeah. the time. Handles on handles on handles. Yeah. What do you use to open the pocket doors? A little poke? What do you mean a little poke? Like, is it a little cutout that you stick your finger in? You poke in it and it opens? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, do you slide it with just your hand, or is there, like, a little sort of hole that you stick your finger There's in? A, yeah, there across? is a little tiny hole that you stick your finger in, but it's, like, little kid hands don't have the strength no. <laughs> to push that, right? Like, yeah. at all, at all. It's like when, when, when Rox was young in a room, we'd close a pocket door, and she's, like, never getting out. <laughs> we, never had to, we never had to worry about her um, going. I also, I also, for the first couple of years that she was born, put the lock on the outside. Oh, good one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just the other day, Cruz yeah. locked himself in the bathroom, oh. and I had to get the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to get the little thing that on top of the door yeah. to uh, to unlock it. There you go, Dallas. Thank you, bro. Much much love to you and your family, man. Oh, no problem. Love talking to you guys any day. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Yeah, you know. Well, that was in a really late award show last night. The Golden Globes? Oh, Went guys. Yeah. Didn't watch it. No, I didn't watch I one second no of it. no idea what happened. Oh, I'm just, I, just, I just was going through all the clips for it right now. Yeah, and it was boring. Was it? But aren't all these award shows boring anyway? There was like a couple moments. Like if they didn't have Jennifer Coolidge, then I think that it would have Hold been, on, but don't know. don't get too far ahead here, Maury. I want to go through some clips right now. Um, can we get the, with the host? Um, yeah. Because Mark, uh, Carmichael. Yeah, because I had never, I, like, I'm not, I, I'm, is, he, is he a comic? Yep. Is that what he is? Yeah. See, yeah. I, I, I don't watch a lot of stand-up comedy. I used to really love Netflix on a Friday night, just like mm. watching somebody's stand-up special. And for some reason, I haven't done that in, in forever. So I'm, I'm real behind on who a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of these uh, comics are. Um, oh, here, go, uh, go Golden Globes uh, 6, Mocha. This is uh, uh, Gerard Carmichael opening up the show. Welcome to the 80th annual... Golden Globe Awards. I am your host, Gerard Carmichael. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. And I'll tell you why I'm here. I'm here because I'm black. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, my God. Wow. I'll catch everyone in the room up. This show... The Golden Globe Awards did not air last year because the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, which I I won't say they were a racist organization, but they didn't have a single black member until George Floyd died. Oh my God. So do with that information what you will. Nervous laughter. I got an email from my publicist saying that Helen. Uh, the president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association 
wanted to have a one-on-one sit-down with me. And I said, no thanks. Uh, <laughs> no, a trap when I hear a trap. <laughs> and I'm like, or what? They're going to fire me? They haven't had a black host in 79 years. They're going to fire the first one? I'm unfireable. <laughs> Helen really just wants to educate you on the changes that the organization has made in regards to diversity. And I'll be totally honest with everyone here tonight. I, I don't really need to hear that. I, I took this job assuming they hadn't changed at all. <laughs> <laughs> So it was a little bit of comedy yeah, mixed so, with like some truth. So here, go uh, go he go uh, go fourteen. This is the uh, Will Smith joke. Okay, you guys, uh, really quick, just some uh, quick housekeeping stuff. Uh, if you're listening, if everyone's listening, uh, while we were on commercial, uh, we actually presented Will Smith with the Rock Hudson Award for Best Portrayal of Masculinity on Television. So please give it up for Will Smith, you guys. Please. For those who don't know, Rock Hudson was gay, died of AIDS, right? He was like the first celebrity that died of AIDS. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. So that's a that's some kind of joke. And uh, and here's the here's the one. Like, I don't even know where where he was going with this one. But uh, go Golden Globes 18. Listen to this. Guys, we are back. Um, we are pressed for time, but they wanted me to shout out the venue that we're in. So we are here live from the hotel that killed Whitney Houston, the Beverly Hilton. Uh, you guys, so uh, that's very exciting. Oh, that's very exciting. It was very cringe. Did anyone like? Was there? There had to have been like tweets about this, right? Yeah, I mean, did people I react? Think you could, I think you could read the reaction from the room. Jeez. Yeah. I, yeah. I know. The Rock Hudson joke. Like, who tells a Rock Hudson joke in 2023? <laughs> there, there were others, man. Yeah. Like Scientology jokes. Yeah. Oh, they're going to come at him for Scientology yeah. jokes. But, uh, but did he, he's going he's he's to disappear. Yeah. Tom Cruise is going to do the kidnapping. <laughs> That's true. Bag <laughs> over his head, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> man. He's going to be hooked up to some e-meter in <laughs> some <laughs> castle in Los Angeles. Real life mission impossible. Jesus. So that was the Globes, huh? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, Austin Butler at the Golden Globes last night wins for Elvis, mm -hmm. which was like real was that great. a shocker? Um, I, deserved that. I mean, he was he was fine. I guess mm -hmm. I just didn't like that movie, and they were just never going to give it to Brendan Fraser. So yeah, I mean, he was the 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 obvious choice. Oh, was Brendan Fraser even there? No, no he didn't show up. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Um, but uh, but Austin Butler gets up and and stands on stage and accepts the award and everyone's like, oh, hold on now, bro, you're still doing the Elvis voice, is he? Like, yes, very much so. So listen to this. I I just am so grateful right now. I'm in this room full of my heroes, Brad. I love you, <laughs> Quinn. I printed out the Pulp Fiction script when I was 12. I cannot believe I'm here right now. I owe this to a bold, visionary filmmaker who allowed me the experience to take risks and i always knew i would be supported Baz <laughs> okay. Lerman, i love you hold on <laughs> thank you where is he from originally he almost sounds like he's got like a little bit of a british accent too okay i'm so grateful to you I also gotta, I, I gotta thank Denzel Washington. Denzel, okay, so hold on, so pause this now. Time. So backstage, right? So backstage, yeah. you, you, what happens on these award shows 
is you get your award. Thank you, Maury. You get your award and then immediately go backstage to the press room, yeah. right? And then so a reporter in the press room asks him about the accent and how he still sounds like Elvis. Mm-hmm. You've mastered the voice so well that I feel like every time I look at you, I, I'm hearing Elvis if I close my eyes. Still? Do people tell you that and are you catching yourself constantly, you know, that is your voice now? Yeah, I don't even think about it. I, I uh... You know, I don't think I sound like him still, but I, I guess I must because I hear it a lot. Um, I think, you know, I often liken it to when somebody lives in another country for a long time, and I, I had three years where that was my only focus in life, so I'm sure that there's just pieces of my DNA that will always be linked in that way. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, like all the DNA so, in your voice. Okay. Well, it's quite the commitment. Okay. So here, I want to play you one clip, which, which was Austin Butler from 2019, okay? And so this was either the tail end of filming, post-production, mm-hmm. still in production. So this is Austin Butler in 2019, who very much sounds like Elvis. So I came out and I did that on a Monday, on my day off. So I flew, I basically went straight from the show to the airport. Oh, yeah. To okay. Quentin's office. Worked all day from about 10 a.m. until 9 p.m. Okay, okay yeah. so that's still very much an Elvis space, right? Yeah. Okay, but here's Austin Butler in 2011. I went into a store and <laughs> I just asked all, every, I think every salesman in the store at one point was touching me and like trying to figure out the right thing. Okay, that's, okay. that's a real accent. Thank you. Okay, so here's 2016. Yeah, I just arrived this morning. I was up at 5.30 to drive up here. Last San Diego was my first. And then I went to New York and did Comic-Con there. But So this is only my third. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a little overwhelming. I I didn't okay. realize just how congested. Okay. Okay. So 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 no no accent. And, but there's uh, there's one more that I want to play you, which is the most recent. So we just played Austin Butler winning at the Golden Globes, where he very much sounds like Elvis. <laughs> very much sounds like Elvis. But here's a clip from like a couple of weeks ago, which is Austin Butler doing one of those actor roundtable things. Oh, okay. Where he's in front of like uh, Kevin, uh, uh, Adam Sandler is there. Like there's Brendan a bunch, Frazier. uh, uh, Brendan Fraser's there. Uh, so this is Austin Butler from like a couple of weeks ago. Then I went straight to New Zealand to start shooting a young adult TV show. Hold on a second. And in the show, we're, we got magic and I had, I had fun doing horseback riding in New Zealand and that sort of thing. Doesn't but sound like I Elvis. I would go home and I would just cry. I mean, no, that's regular voice. Right. Doesn't real sound voice. like Elvis. Sorry, not regular voice, real voice. So I think that when he is sort of like showboat, you know what I mean? Like yeah, he's up yeah, on the yeah. stage, he's playing it. he purposely does it or it just comes uh, I, on? I think that Because it's quite the commitment if he's purposely doing it to everyone. I think that he sees the reaction that he gets from women. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> right? That, that smoky, oh, you know. I think yeah. that it's cool. Like I think that yeah. he just has this cool thing. And when he's performing, when he goes sort of morphs into that, you know, cooler than cool, whatever, his default now is to sort of drawl and sound a little Elvisy. Mm-hmm. You know what, Ross? I think you got a little bit of that too. You think so? You got a little bit, not, not so much Elvis, but oh, you got the, the, the you, you turn on the sexy a little bit, Thank right? You. Bro, it's hard to turn off. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. My uh, my wife bought the Prince Harry book yesterday. Oh, she did. Mm-hmm. A lot of people did. You got a twenty million dollar advance for that book, apparently. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's did uh, four hundred thousand copies? I think something like that. Mine arrived yesterday. Did it? Yeah, I got it in the mail. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people pissed at uh, Stephen Colbert after that interview. Pissed. Why? It was amazing. Because they taped it the day before. 
So the audience, what? the audience that showed up yesterday mm-hmm. to Stephen Colbert, the show is usually taped over a two-hour period, right? There's like an opening thing, and they make a big yeah. show of it, and then the whole show, the whole thing is for two hours, right? Uh-huh. And the audience was there, and they got through the first hour of the show, uh-huh. and then Stephen Colbert told people that it was over and that Prince Harry was not going to be coming out because they taped it the day before for security reasons. So the day well, before's the audience got him. So the, the day before's audience, audience oh. got him. Lucky How did that man. not leak? Right? Yeah, it was the day before. So mm. people were – because people traveled real far to stand in line in the freezing cold and get in there to see Prince Harry. But a lot of people are saying it's it's, it's also so they could prevent any Harry haters from mm. being in the audience where they wanted to sort of stack it. Because if you listen when Harry comes out, yeah. it's all chance, right? <laughs> Right? So the surprise crowd, acting surprise, right? Because they weren't expecting but, this. But yes, they, they did put some people must have known because they had like a section of like um, vets, like army. They vets brought those stuff. in. Yeah, they brought them in they because them because they knew that Harry was taking it on the chin for some stuff that he said about being in Afghanistan and everything else. So they really loaded it up for him. Wow, they really did. Uh, anyway, other than that, it was a pretty entertaining interview. I think this is the first time Prince Harry's ever sat in front of an audience like that, right? Mm, it has so. to be. Has to be. Has to be. Um, what do you want to start with? Uh, the frostbitten penis or? Yeah, we have to. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the story was that Prince Harry uh, had uh, a frostbitten penis at his uh, at his brother's wedding. <laughs> and how did he get the frostbitten penis? That's the big question. You write a lot about your brother. Uh, you write about him with love. Mm-hmm. Um, you call him Willie. But there is a different Willie that also gave you some pain and trouble. You got frostbite. Frostnip. 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 Frostnip on a delicate part of your anatomy. <laughs> and you write about this in the book. When you went to the North <laughs> now Pole. They're, now they're interested. Okay. <laughs> Can you explain how it is that the royal standard got frostnip? <laughs> Walk us through it. Take all the time in the world. How long have you? How long, how long have you been waiting to ask that question? Since I we've read taken, the book yesterday. We've taken. <laughs> how did it get frostnipped? Why did you not take care of the the royal jewels? The reason. The, <laughs> the context of this is that you're going to the North Pole. Thank you. Okay, and things got very cold. At what point did you realize there was a crisis at the South Pole? Um, <laughs> once I got home. Really? Yeah. All the way home? Yeah. It took it that long to thaw well, out? No, because, look, okay. <laughs> the problem was, first of all, it didn't turn into an icicle, right? Didn't or, snap or, off like a graham or, cracker. No, exactly. You can't say. Okay. It wasn't like that. Never? Yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so it's, it seems okay. It's fine now, thank you. Um, so the, the, <laughs> I've got the salopettes, I've got the jacket, I've got the warm stuff, um, I've got all the things that I need. But what I didn't have was um, what I had when I actually went to the South Pole, which was a <laughs> cushion. Huh. Which, which, if you... <laughs> yeah, interesting. 
did not know those existed. <laughs> yeah, now I'm curious. I what? might also like one of those. Uh, and then it's they, Amazon's choice, by the way, this week. <laughs> and then, they, and then the, the, the big question, you know, has always been, you know, did members of the royal family actually watch The Crown, oh. right? And uh, and this comes up. Of what do you guys do at home? Like, what's what's Go fun? Do you guys do you guys like do you guys binge? binge. You guys binge shows? Binge? Yeah, the binge. The binge, binge, the binge TV shows. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, you watched The Crown, right? You've got to have watched some of The Crown, right? <laughs> People love it. Yes, I have actually watched The Crown. Oh yeah. Well, the yeah, recent it, stuff or, or the, the the older stuff? Uh, the older stuff and the more recent stuff. Yeah. Um, do you fact check it while you watch it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, mm. Yes, I do actually. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, by the way. <laughs> Another reason why it's so important that history has it right. There you go. That's Prince Harry talking to Stephen Colbert last night. I can't night. imagine if it would be great or horrible to watch The Crown with Prince Harry. Uh, horrible. I would think he would ruin it for me. Mm-hmm. You know completely. what I mean? Like, I think yeah. that he would completely ruin it. Although it would be amazing sure. to have him there. It would, it would Spoiler alerts all over the place. I would I would just, I don't want him to fact check. Uh-huh. Right? Like, yeah. I w- don't get me wrong. I would love to watch The Crown with Prince Harry. But yeah, you but he- zip it. Uh-huh. Right? you'd be like, that didn't happen. Yes. That didn't happen. No, Thank that's you. That's Zip wrong. Zip it. That didn't happen. Zip it. I like Camilla. You shush. <laughs> Father never said that. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Hugh Jackman was what? on CNN talking to uh, Chris Wallace mm-hmm. about... Because the only thing people could talk about uh, with Hugh Jackman is Deadpool, right? The new Deadpool movie, because he's coming back as Logan. Right, right, right. And so many questions uh, surrounding the movie, which, by the way, we got to wait till November 8th of 2024 for it to be released. Oh, God. Have they even shot it yet? They haven't. No. No. They're still prepping. Because if you remember, they made the announcement in, like, September or October, Mm -hmm. and then, like, a month later, (laughs) they delayed a whole bunch of projects. A whole bunch of Marvel, and it it was one of them that got pushed back. So November of 2024, and um, Hugh Jackman is just talking about, like, the shape that he now has to get into. How old is Hugh Jackman now? 50-something? 55, maybe? Can you guys look that up? Mm -hmm. It's hard to get in in that kind of shape. 54. So Hugh Jackman says, I've learned you can't rush it. I've learned that it takes time. So we have six months from when I finish, because he's on Broadway right now, still doing The Music Man, mm-hmm. uh, to when I started filming. And I'm not doing any other work. I'm going to be with my family, and I'm going to train. That's going to be my job for six months. So before he even starts filming, mm-hmm. he's training to get back into to Logan shape, Wolverine shape. And he says, uh, I'm really fit now, and there's one thing about eight shows a week being on Broadway, singing and dancing, is I'm fit, so I'm healthy. I have a good place to start. And apologies, chickens, run a mile. Start running now because I'm coming for you. And then this comes up, uh, Chris Wallace on CNN asking Hugh Jackman. You got so jacked for these movies, nine Wolverine movies, and over the years people have wondered, did he juice? Did he take steroids? (laughs) No, I... I love my job and I love Wolverine. Um, I've got to be careful what I say here, but I 
had been told anecdotally what the side effects are of that. And I was like, I don't love it that much. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I... <laughs> so, no, I just did it the old school way. And I tell you, I've, I've eaten more chickens. I'm so sorry to all the vegans and vegetarians and to the chickens of the world. I've, I've, I've just, I've literally, um, the karma's not good for me. If, if, if the deity has anything related to chickens, I'm in trouble. Hmm. So did not take steroids. Is I don't know t- if you guys remember. Is he talking about because you get small nuts? Is that what he's talking about? The side effects? Yeah. The anecdotal side yeah, yeah, effects? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's like the biggest. <laughs> Your balls, right? The biggest That's what he's one, talking right? about? Yeah. The smallest. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other question that a lot of people had when it was announced that Deadpool was going to have Hugh Jackman reprise his role as Wolverine is, yeah. well, how is that going to happen? Because, spoiler alert, in the movie Logan, yeah. he dies. They made a big deal about it, too. Right? Yeah. Huge yeah. deal. And it's not ambiguous. But now, like in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you Which have the I multiverse like. and yeah. this and that. So Which, that's one way to explain it. Sure. But Chris Wallace on CNN asks him flat out, and Hugh Jackman actually has the answer. Okay. I understand that you're set to play in the next Deadpool movie, and even though your character, Logan or Wolverine, was killed off in the last movie, you're going to play Wolverine again for the 10th time. Yeah. Why? I mean, you categorize it as the Deadpool movie. We like to call it Wolverine 10. That's what we call it <laughs> in our house. Um, and Have you checked with Ron Reynolds on this? <laughs> I don't need to check with him. I'm kidding. Um, we basically, this is taking place, the story is pre-Logan, which is exactly as you said, where Logan died. So we pre that in the storyline. Okay. Um, And I honestly, Chris, I really thought I was done. Like I was at peace with it. Fine. I I got asked every day, either in interviews or Ryan Reynolds ringing me, can we do it again? I'm like, no, I'm done. Um, Someone said to me, I think it was, I think it was Deb, I think it was my wife. She said, you know, after this, what is it you really want to do? And I was just driving down a day later and I thought, what do I want? And it came to me like that. Because when I keep thinking of me and Ryan of Deadpool and Wolverine, which are classic comic book rivals. There's also a dynamic that I've never really got to do before as Wolverine. And I just thought, this is going to be fun, something I've never done before, and I can't wait. So Hmm. a lot to look forward to with the new Deadpool. Uh, November 8th is what they're saying, 2024. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Ava, hello. Welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Happy New Year. Whoa, Ava, dial it down. <laughs> Coming in so hot. Hard. Hold on. I have not spoken to you guys since it was like 14, 15. This is a big deal. <laughs> um, you don't sound like you have any problems in your life. What's going on? Well, not when I'm speaking with you guys, but let me tell you, my dad is being very overbearing while I am apartment hunting, and it is getting on my last nerve. Uh, you wrote, it says, Razamoka fixed my life. Uh, the issue is that my dad finds every excuse to force me to turn down good apartments in decent areas within my budget. I find one nice unit that has ongoing construction outside the balcony, which I don't mind, and he says no because he's convinced himself construction workers will, in fact, climb into the unit. Another one he turns down because it's on the first floor. Another one he turns down because it's too far. And another because the building has too many dogs. 
I was trying to be respectful and let him be the yes. pillar of decision-making process, uh, but I applied for two of the units he hated the most, and he's going to be in for a shock when I show him the lease agreement. Fingers crossed that I get it. Uh, so maybe I need advice on how to break the news or just confirmation that I am not, in fact, a terrible daughter. Yo, your dad just has a hard time letting go. That's I mean, exactly I really hope that's why. Are you living at home right now? I am, I yeah, am, Mocha's but like right. it's time. I gotta yeah, go. It's I know. Like, Mocha's I'm, right, I'm not though. getting any older. How how old are you? I'm twenty-four. Twenty-four. And are you do you have siblings? I do, but she's twelve. She's too young. <laughs> okay, so that's exactly what it is. Yeah. His oldest daughter <laughs> is looking to leave the house, right? He's used to a certain way of living. Things are in order right now. Yeah. So yeah. it's his way of, of trying to keep you close to him still. You know what? I should have assumed that that was the situation when uh, he's had he had the issue with the dogs, and we have three dogs in the house. Mm-hmm. So that, <laughs> yes. that definitely changed it. What's your, what's, oh your, what's your background? We're Iranian. Okay. Here's, I think, that the hurdle that you have to climb, and I don't think it has anything to do with, with apartments, I think that the conversation that you have to have with your father is the fact that your father doesn't trust you. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That your, your dad doesn't trust you. Like, is he used to doing everything for you? Like, even if you say... no. Oh, I'm okay. very much like, I take care of everything that I need to do. Mm-hmm. Like, the man works all day, you know? Like, he yeah. comes home, he's tired. I take care of him as well. But, yeah. like, I guess it's just that... Uh, that, that new uh, separation that's going to be a lot for him. I don't know how to break the news to him. Is your mom mom around? Yes. She is. Okay. Uh, But yeah, I know. I don't think your dad trusts you. And I think that that (laughs) is, I think that that's the conversation that you need, that you need to have. Okay. Yeah. So then I shouldn't tell him that I've already signed a lease. Just of course yet? you should. Of course you should. <laughs> He's going to find out anyway. But the, the con- what I'm saying is that the conversation isn't about an apartment. Okay? okay. The conversation isn't about too many dogs or construction workers or anything else. The conversation is uh, about him not trusting you. Yeah. Yeah. I got to show him I'm grown and he has nothing to worry about. But but put him in a position to, to, to tell you why he doesn't trust you. Yeah. Because okay. he doesn't trust you on your own, and he obviously doesn't trust you with making a decision. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And his answer is just going to be, it's because I'm going to miss you. I really hope so, because I'll cry. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, it could be a lot of different, it could be a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. But uh, but that's the conversation. It's not about the apartment. It's about the trust. Okay. So get to All the right. get to the bottom of that. Just have an open and honest conversation with your dad, okay? I definitely will. I because hope if you works. get if you get one of these apartments that you sign, you know, you're applying these leases for... You're going to have to tell him at some point. And then... Well, I mean, I already did, so I really do not have to tell him now. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then the first time he comes over, right, um, make sure you leave uh, an empty bottle of um, bourbon by the bedside table and a pair of handcuffs on the floor. <laughs> oh, my God. That man is oh, yeah. never stepping so foot in your apartment ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ava. That advice. Thank you guys so much. Looking for some advice? Be a part of Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Text FML to 925 Kiss 92.5. I have to play you this uh, Don Cheadle interview that yeah. he did with GQ. Uh, Don Cheadle, he's in the new White Noise movie with Adam Driver on Netflix. I started Netflix. to watch that. A long movie. Yeah. Did you like it? I started to watch it. And? So Catherine far? wasn't into it, so it's one thing I have to watch on my own. Uh, so Don Cheadle's in that. Uh, if you're a Marvel Cinematic Universe fan, like I am, you know Don Cheadle as War Machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, throughout the Iron Man movies, he, of course, replaced um, T-1000. 
Terrence Howard after the first Iron Man. And then he's appeared in like all these Avengers movies and spinoffs and whatever, whatever, right? But listen to Don Cheadle tell the story of how he was offered the gig to work with Marvel mm-hmm. and how things played out. I was at my kid's laser tag birthday party and they called me and said this is what's happening um we're giving you the offer if you don't say yes we're going to the next person this is has to be this is going to happen very fast so they said why don't you go ahead and take an hour and decide if you want to do it i said it was a six movie deal i was like in an hour i have to decide like what are the other movies they're like it's going to be these avengers it's going to be these many iron men this is what it is so you kind of have to say yes or no if you're in or out like what's the trajectory of the character going to be well they're like we can't we don't know any of that but this is what it is so you've got an hour i said i'm at my kid's laser tag birthday party they're like oh take two hours take two hours so (laughs) so we played laser tag for two hours and i was talking to my wife and we just kind of thought about it and talked to my agent and tried to get as much information as we could and we just took a flyer and said okay we'll do it can That's you imagine crazy. yeah two hours yeah and like it obviously, works out that way sometimes obviously things worked out like in the best way possible for mm-hmm. him because those movies just took off and he's a star of you know yeah but it is a, part of the crew it is a big commitment too and and he's not the first person where you realize that you know uh, oftentimes people choose the movies they do based on school year alone and when they shoot Mm -hmm. and where they shoot but when you get into these marvel movies where you're asking somebody to sign on for six movies like you're asking somebody to make a decision that's going to affect the next 12 years of their lives Mm -hmm. right and this is back that's like a decade like you're asking somebody commit for a decade yeah and this isn't like you know the cinematic universe that we know now no this was still in its infancy when you only had like a handful of movies and they're saying hey do you want to be an iron man 2 but also the potential of what else we have planned Mm -hmm. but we don't know exactly where your character is am i the only one that doesn't feel sorry for it because any actor you sign up to acting and you dream for the opportunity of having no matter if you, even if they're not huge, that many movies offered to you at once. I mean, no, but there's no guarantee. There but, wasn't a guarantee that there was. I mean, the franchise is the franchise that we know. But what if things didn't work out and they tanked? He still would have, I'm sure, been paid a handsome. Or what sum if of they money. were just awful movies? Or if they you were still just have movies. a guarantee of six movies. No, I know, but but here's the thing: is that when you're somebody like Don Cheadle, like Don Cheadle has done some great movies, Absolutely. and he's been great in some great movies. Yeah. The the thing was is that after Iron Man one, everybody loved Iron Man two. But you remember when I mean everybody loved Iron Man one, but when Iron Man two came out, it kind of stunk. Yeah, right. It wasn't the and best. like there was no other sort of Marvel stuff. Like I know in hindsight we can say, oh my god, best decision ever. Mm-hmm. But when you're only going by Iron Man one, and somebody's asking you to do six of those. Mm-hmm. That's terrifying. When there's no other information. You have nothing. And you're preoccupied because you're at your kid's birthday party. Yes, but you, you have, have two one words. One word, Marvel. Like, no, but there was Marvel. no Marvel. Marvel was like superhero movies up to up to that point where like people were still remembering Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I loved him in Green Lantern. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Maureen, God. you sign up for six of those. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday, Sean Desmond! Happy birthday to you! Honestly, that is the most beautiful birthday song I've ever heard in my life. Uh, what's <laughs> up, homie? How are you, man? Oh, my God. What's going on? Just wanted to call to say happy birthday, man. Uh, thank you so much, man. That's uh, oh, You guys. You guys are something else, let me tell you. Oh, he's going to cry. He's going to cry. <laughs> he's going to cry. <laughs> yes, you are. Shut up. Come on. Shut up, Mocha. He's going to cry. I know. Bro, what a savage Mocha is, huh? Who says that? Bro, like, even on my birthday, bro, come on. I'm I know. Kidding. I know. Can't catch a break, huh, man? Uh, how you how you feeling today, man? I feel great, man. Yeah. I, I mean, it just feels like another day, you know, another trip around the sun. Um, you know, 2022 was blessed. 2023 is going to be amazing. And man, I'm just, I'm here for it. Just getting ready to take my son to basketball practice, you know, oh, nice. just doing all, all those, all those things. Uh, on your birthday, do you do anything like you have a tradition that every year, maybe you like you eat a, a certain breakfast, a special meal. Um, you go to the gym, like what's your routine like on your birthday? Or is it like just a regular day? No, I definitely go to the gym and it's definitely a pasta day today. Um, mm. and that's pretty much it. And I nap. I love oh, taking naps my on man. my birthday. Right? Bro. Come on, Roz. You know, the right? Greatest. It's the greatest. Bro, no time for naps, man. You got an album <laughs> to work on, dog. No, no, no. I'm napping today, bro. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's your nap routine, uh, Sean Desmond? What is your what? What do you do? Is are you couch or do you go to bed or what do you do? I'm a couch, yeah, and I don't baby. nap for too long because then I wake up feeling, you know, you feel like worse after. Yep. So like. Just like half an hour, just a good power nap, you know, and then I'm good to go with the rest of my day. Oh. Um, blanket or no blanket? Uh, no blanket. No blanket. Really? I don't know. No. I, need the, I need the blanket, Even guys. on the couch? Yeah, yeah, even on the couch, You know, I sometimes, if I'm on the couch napping and I, and I have the blanket, sometimes I just put the blanket around just my middle. Like, oh, I don't, dude. I don't what? do, I don't put it on my feet. I don't put it on my shoulders. I'll just do it right around my middle. Really? Yeah. Well, because I'm always in shorts, I usually just put it like below, like where my shorts finish. There we go. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Learning so much. Sean <laughs> oh Desmond, we love you, bro. Happy birthday. We couldn't let the Thank day go you. by without uh, giving you a shout. Real quick, before we let you go, what can you tell us? Because I'm very curious about the album. What can you tell us about the oh, progress of, of new music and, and what you're working on now? I'm like well into it. Um, I'm taking a trip to Sweden next month to do some more stuff. Um, honestly, it's just it's just fun. And like I'm having like a blast doing this again. Like I felt like it was going to be a lot of pressure, yeah. um, which I think it is. But like I'm, I'm just having a blast and just making music that I love and that makes me feel good. And like that's kind of like what it's it's been like this whole time in this process just make music that i love make it make music that makes me feel great and hopefully makes every everybody else feel great Perfect. ah buddy we love you happy birthday sean desmond i love it and i'll be waiting for uh maury's uh topless selfie i was oh. just gonna say <laughs> i was just gonna say tradition on mine or matthew's birthday is uh, sean always facetime shirtless for us <laughs> yeah, you want the same for your so birthday weird. uh Duh, 100%. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sean! <laughs> While he's on you the know, couch right before he takes his nap. No! Yeah, you know I gotta egg You know I gotta egg him on like you guys do. I gotta <laughs> like him on. You thought you woke up feeling horrible last time. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Desmond, ladies and gentlemen! Happy birthday, oh, dog! Man. Love you guys, man. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. 
So uh, Elon Musk tweeted last night, uh, Twitter is rolling out view counts so you can see how many times a tweet has been seen. This is normal for video. Shows you how much more alive Twitter is than it may seem as over 90% of Twitter users read but don't tweet, reply, or like. Did you notice they moved the retweet and like buttons around? Yeah, because you can now see because they're rolling out views, right? So then he tweeted... Uh, tweets are read 100 more times than they are liked. And then someone replied, what if I told you you don't need likes? And then oh. Elon replied, likes should be private by default. No, 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 no. I agree with that. I do really? not. Yep. Why yeah, tweet well, if you can't see because the you, you thrive on likes, Maury, but this is, I think. That's how, but, I, that's but, how I'm but, seen. No, but what he's saying is, is that what's more, what's more important than likes is, is the view count. Yeah. So if, you're, if your tweet, okay, if he's, saying, if, he, if he's saying that there's 100 more views than there are to likes. So if you get 16 likes on a picture, but how many views would that have, Maury? I know, but let me, let me argue this. Hold on. Likes, somebody could just easily look at it and scroll by. If sorry, a, a view is somebody scrolling by. If somebody likes it, then they were engaged by the tweet and it did something for them. But, Anybody but, can scroll past. But what counts as a view, though? Right? Is something just showing up it. in your time? Oh, you have clicking to click it. it yes. Then. Yes. Basically, okay. open yes. the tweet. Yeah, oh, okay. open the tweet. Oh wow, open okay. the tweet. Okay. Um, and this is only good news for Samuel Jackson, who got busted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who got busted uh, liking uh, X-rated videos on his birthday? He was just sitting around, turned seventy-four, watching a little. P-R-O-N-O. And then everybody started replying to Sam Jackson being like, bro, your likes are public, huh? Like that stuff's not private. And everybody was like, leave Sam Jackson alone, man. He's 75 and just watch, watch porno on his birthday. Yeah. Sometimes the like button is too close to where you're scrolling. And, and, and also, and also the, the sad part of this story is that he unliked it. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> he did? Yeah. He was forced to unlike it. They shamed him into unliking it. Someone, someone tweeted in all caps. Yeah. This is the name. This is the name of that Samuel. With all <laughs> Samuel. That's my middle name. <laughs> oh man. Someone calls Samuel Jackson, seventy-four, liking Twitter porn. That's a man with his priorities in check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and like a lot of you know. A lot of people are like, just leave that man alone. You know somebody's right. going to ask him about this at some point. Sure. And guess what? Sure. He is going to answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the shame? I mean, you know, what's going on? But Twitter's a, Twitter's a unique place for that because Twitter's really the last place. None of the other socials allow any of that stuff, right? None of them do. It's weird to me still after all this time that there's still no censorship well, of that. a lot of, of the of accounts on, get shut on, down and they have to restart again. Looks like I'm more of the expert. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, ask if you don't want to know. This, I wasn't asking. <laughs> I'm going to read you my favorite Samuel L. Jackson uh, <laughs> please, reply, please, right? Yes. Somebody said, uh, y'all had me thinking Samuel L. Jackson died. Turns out he was just caught liking porn. Let that man be a horny old man in peace. <laughs> uh, movie studios can now be sued in the U.S. under false advertising laws if they release deceptive movie trailers, a federal judge ruled on what? Tuesday. What does that mean, deceptive? So, uh, U.S. District Judge Stephen Wilson issued a ruling in a case involving yesterday, that 2019 film about the world without the Beatles. Oh, I remember that movie, yeah. So, in the trailer... 
Anna de Armas was seen in the trailer. And okay. two Anna de Armas fans filed a lawsuit in January alleging that they had rented the movie after seeing Anna de Armas in the trailer only to discover that she was cut out of the final film. Oh, oh my God. Snap. No way. So they sued? So. Did they win? So Universal sought to throw out the lawsuit, arguing that movie trailers are entitled to broad protection under First Amendment Act. The studio's lawyers argued that a teaser is an artistic expressive expression of work that tells a three-minute story conveying the same theme of the movie and should thus be considered non-commercial speech. However, the judge rejected that argument, finding that a trailer is commercial speech and is subject to the California false advertising laws that the state has to uphold. Universal is correct that trailers involve some creativity and editorial discretion, but this creativity, they say, does not outweigh the commercial nature of the trailer. The two plaintiffs say that they each paid $3.99 to rent yesterday, hoping to see Anna de Armas on Prime, and were disappointed, so they are now seeking $5 million. <laughs> Well, they pay four bucks though, and now they want five milli. Come on, has Anna de Armas spoken That's out? That's America for you. No, uh, but there have been so many trailers where yes. you see one and thing in a trailer and then it doesn't show up in the in the actual yes, movie. Because Does when, this now mean because when, people can go back? Because when trailers are cut, they're cut from footage. Like the, it's not like the director of the movie cuts trailers. Studio people cut trailers. Yeah, and they cut trailers from stuff before a final edit of the movie has Correct. even been done. Yes. So, yes, there's tons of times in trailers, lines and movies and yes. actors and everything. You don't think these guys are going to win. They have a case. It's now going to Discovery. I know, but they may only get their six yeah. bucks back. I don't there's know, man. A... I don't know. It's a class action case. So if but like, like, like 2,000 people jump on this... So if, wow. if if these people win, right, yeah. does that now mean that other people can go back in time and look through other trailers? I don't know if you can go back in time. I think that it would be any future trailers that they mm. find deceiving. Because uh, I remember be the, in the Rogue case. One, there was a famous, uh, there was a scene with Jin Usu. Yeah. Um, that was featured in, in the trailer, yes. but didn't make it into the actual movie, right. even though that actress you was. But you, you would have to, but you would have to be able to say that you saw the movie based on that one scene, and that one scene was pivotal to the story told, mm -hmm. right? Where this is an actor that was seen in the trailer that wasn't actually in the movie. And well, how these, do I know in that two, Rogue One I don't clip? No, man, she I wasn't don't, reacting don't to something know. that was important I, to the movie. Yeah, but it didn't, it's not know. why you went to see the movie. I don't know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, we got to get to this uh, uh, KWWL TV in Iowa. So the storm is real bad in Iowa, and uh, Mark Woodley is the sportscaster. But because there was no sports on, they needed all hands on deck to cover the storm. Yeah. Right. So Mark Woodley gets the call to go out and be their sort of man on the street for the first time. Mark, how are you feeling out there? Uh, again, uh, the same way I felt about eight minutes ago when you asked me that same question, right? I normally do sports. Uh, everything is canceled here for the next couple of days. So what better time to ask the sports guy to come in about five hours normally uh, earlier than he would normally wake up, go stand out in the wind and the snow and the cold and tell other people not to do the same. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
Uh, do we have time to do the, the Bee Lady? Yeah, quickly. Okay, so Chris Pratt, uh, you ever, you ever, have you, have you seen the Bee Lady? Uh-uh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay, uh-huh. so on like TikTok and, and social media and everything else, uh, there's a woman named Erica Thompson who's like the Bee Whisperer, okay. right? So here's a little clip of her videos where she touches bees the bees. Bees were living in these drawers and I was called to give them a new home. So I started to carefully remove each piece of their hive. These bees had worked hard to build all of this comb. So whatever <laughs> I took out of the drawers, I put into a new hive for the bees. Then it was time to get the bees into the new hive. So I just shook the bees out of the drawer and into their new home. Okay, so she touches the bees. Yeah. And everybody's obsessed with this woman. And Chris Pratt is one of those people obsessed with this woman. So he puts a video on social media. Keep in mind, in this video, he has one giant swollen eye. So here's Chris Pratt. So I've been following this bee lady on Instagram. She's so cool and brave and she goes in front of these hives of bees and says they're very calm today i'm going to remove the bee i'm going to use my bare hands to sift through the bees and look for the queen so it's built up this false sense of security in me to where as i said i think i can i think i can control bees too no chris so i saw a beehive two days ago and i went towards it and the man standing next to me said, hey, careful, there's bees. And I said, these bees look very calm. Oh, no. And I just stared at these bees, and then one of them come out, and it stung me in the eyeball. Oh! So, anyways, <laughs> that bee lady. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did Shawn Mendes shave his head? Is that what I'm looking at here? Mm-hmm. Wow. Like completely? He's got like a real widow. No, it's like peak. a buzz cut kind of thing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It looks gorgeous. Does he? Yeah. I, I can't like see the, the picture I'm looking at right now. Let me play the video. He's got a real widow's peak, huh? He looks like a vampire. You never know what you got under there when you sh- before mm. you shave it all off, huh? It's risky. It's risky. Yeah, it Look is. I wonder why he did I'm, that. I'm looking at a video of him. It's very invasive. He looks like he's in a robe, too. Uh-huh. It's very invasive. No, he's, that's his like sweater jacket. Oh, is it? Okay. okay. Um, we watched... Lyle Lyle Crocodile? No. The soundtrack for that, by the way, is amazing. Yeah. It really is good. But we watched, and I don't know, you got to tell me if I'm wrong, but yeah. I said this to Jenna after we watched the show because okay. I didn't want it to, like, ruin her vision of the guy in this in this show. Okay. But we watched uh, both seasons of White Lotus. Yeah. Oh, so season good. one, better than season two. I disagree. But in season what? two, yeah. the kid, um, Alfie, mm. I thought he looked like Shawn Mendes. Yeah, that's The fair. entire... Series, I was like, oh my god, that's Sean Mendes, Sean Mendes slash uh, Jimmy Kimmel, a mix of the two. Oh, the the son, the son. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I see that. Yeah, I see that. Did you watch, did you like watch? What did you like? White Lotus. I, I like it. I like season one. Yeah. Season two was meh. Yeah, I, just, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but like I find that with that show that you know I watch it and I because I enjoy watching like certain awful people, mm-hmm. right? I, I, there's some enjoyment I get out of that, but I find with White Lotus, like when the season ends, I have not thought once about White Lotus. Yeah. Like that show just didn't stay with me, and mm. I watch it every week. And then as soon as I was done, I haven't thought about it once. But do you often think about shows after you watch them? Oh yeah, of course. I think season two, even though it went what was it seven episodes? Yeah. I think season two could have been, which is a dumb number. Yeah, I think season two could have been five. Oh, you think so, mm. huh? I think they could have done the Damn. entire season. I enjoyed in five. it. 
I thought it was, I enjoyed it as I was watching it. I don't know if I like and it now though. After seeing um, Sopranos guy from in yeah. season two, I yeah. was the like, dad, right? He yeah, played the, no, the grandfather. The grandfather. Oh, no, 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 the dad. No, Michael oh, Imperioli. Oh, the dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah. Like Christopher Maltesanti in yeah. Sopranos. I was like, oh, maybe I'll start watching Sopranos again, right? So White Lotus season two, seven episodes. I yeah. go back and I look at season one. I was like, twenty-two episodes. <laughs> yeah, no, bro. <laughs> I'm good. No. I'm good. I can't do that. I can't do that at all. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Stranger Things cast looking like they're getting uh, big raises for this fifth and final season. Ooh. They say Winona Ryder and David Harbour are going to be pulling in $9.5 million for season five. And then uh, Gaytan and uh, Caleb and Noah Schnapp and Finn and Sadie are all making around $7 mil for the season. The older actors, uh, Natalie Dyer, Maya Hawke, Charlie Heaton, and Joe Keery are making around six. She ain't all that bad. But that Millie Bobby Brown, I guess she has like her own deal because she does like Enola Holmes and all that other stuff. So yeah. she's I don't think next they really level, know. next she's, level. She's, she's the highest paid on that show. Has to be. What uh, do you above think? Like, Winona Ryder. Probably 10. Yeah. Yeah. 10 Probably to 12. 10. Probably 10. Uh, no Schnapp came out over the holidays. Yay. That was a big deal. Uh, he wrote on, uh, on TikTok, when I finally told my friends and family I was gay after being scared in the closet for 18 years, and all they said was, we know. Can I just say, guys? <laughs> what? Didn't we all know? I thought that... Well, because here's the thing, is that he, when they made the character gay, um, one of the other actors on the show was, I think it was, wasn't it Finn Wolfhard that in an interview was like, yeah, he's totally gay. Yeah. But, but, but talking it, about the character. No, but in, when you read what he said, it was as if he was talking about Noah, sure. not the character. Looking back, right? yes, but... I always thought that he... I don't, I don't think any, I, but I don't think that that's wrong to say. Like, no, I don't, no, no, no. I, but I thought that news was out there already. I, yes. Or maybe because there's so much talk of the character being gay that I just like, I combine yes. the two, right? Yes. Yes. But if I, you follow I him on TikTok, so. he's having a great time now that he's out of the closet. Like he's done videos now where his friends are like, you know, jokingly making fun of him about the fact that we know, we know and all oh, that. So it's it, so, it, so he's worked that into his brand. Oh yeah. That, that we all him. knew. If we you, all knew. If you right? can't work it into your brand, why come out? Right. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Right. Why bother? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, more from uh, Prince Harry and uh, his interview that he oh, did he with. What's he up to these uh, days? <laughs> He's been kind of laying low, super quiet, huh? Yeah. So the, the the criticism which he answers in this clip is, you know, he's railing and has been years just talking about how dangerous and how awful and. Uh, bad it is to just deal in this royal gossip that has put so much on on him and his family and everything else. But now he writes this book and he's basically turning around and doing the thing that he hates the most in the world, which is peddling royal gossip. Here's some Harry. critics are going to say, "Well, you're taking private private struggles and you're you're making money off of them. You're getting paid from it. So it's almost as if you've sold out your family." I'm sure that's probably what some people think or what some people want to think. For me, having seen my family and the institution's part in constantly feeding the British press with lies, mistruths, disinformation, like the whole lot, especially more so than, than ever over the last six years, and the damage that that did to my wife at the time, the only way that I can stop that from happening, the only way that I can protect us, the only way that I can correct those mistruths is by writing something, <laughs> the truth, in one place without going through the same people that they chose to go through. 
Otherwise, you're just feeding the beast. And I fully accept that writing a book is feeding the beast anyway. But I'm left at a position where these mistruths need to be corrected. Oof. Blimey. The book is out now, by the way. Yeah, it came out today. That's right. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, There's an Alec Baldwin clip in there that I want you to uh, uh, play in a second, Mocha. So Alec Baldwin has, I don't know if you've been following this at all, but he's been going on Instagram to like lobby people to follow his wife. Like he goes on live. What? And then begs people to follow his wife on Instagram to get her really? to a million followers. So listen to Alec Baldwin. This We're getting close. We're so close. We're so <laughs> close to um, my wife with a million uh, followers. Um, sure, sure, sure. I bought her other birthday gifts, but sure, sure, sure. I really, really want to get her to a million. We're close. It's like 996,000. Please follow my wife on Instagram. I'm going to come back and do this again. Oh, pathetic. We hit that goal. Remember the old Jerry Lewis telethon? No. I'm not yeah. comparing this to the Jerry Lewis telethon in that sense because that was for a very serious illness. But uh, um, I'm going to keep coming back live. I wish I had a lot of celebrity guests like Jerry did. But this is the uh, uh, this is the push, the big push. I want to get my wife to a million followers. So the Jerry Lewis telethon, by the way, was for multiple uh, muscular dystrophy, uh-huh. right? And it was like every Labor Day weekend. And he's like, I'm not comparing this to this, but man, I wish I had those celebrity guests to help me get my wife to a million. Like, what a weirdo. What a That's total weirdo. Strange. By the way, they did. They no. succeeded, and then he oh. just wrote a, a handwritten note and took a picture of it. It says, many thanks to everyone who helped get my wife to a million followers. And then he posted that uh, with the caption that just simply read truly, and then she reposted that on her IG. And so... So it was like a Christmas miracle? Holiday miracle? <laughs> yeah, it was like... She it was got for a follow? Her, it was for her birthday. And that was the second video he did, begging fans to follow his wife on Instagram. That's so dumb. The second video he did. That's so true. Is that not wild to you? Yeah. But it seems right? like she was okay with it. She was totally okay of with course, it. Of course, she wants a million followers. Yeah, because you know, right, you know that she works with, you know, one of those groups or agencies or whatever where as soon as she has one million plus followers, I'm sure that she can charge a whole lot more for oh, yeah. for Instagram posts than what see. she charges Did now. she post anything since? She reposted uh, what is, the, what's her the, name? the Hilar- note. Hilaria? Hilaria Baldwin. Oh. Yeah. Hilaria. Remember when they came out that her accent was fake? Remember that story? Oh, yeah. She was like going on all these <laughs> television shows with a fake one accent. One million. Oh, yeah. There we go. You remember that? How wild that was? And she just decided to do it one day? Because I get I don't know, like it's good for her brand or something like that. She just decided to have an accent. And she never really did have an accent. Super weird to <laughs> so me, man. Strange. And she was going on TV going, like doing stuff like, um, um, um how you say, right? Like she was really playing it up, um, like her English was yeah. really poor. It's like you know how to say it. Yes. Utilizing With her regular million. accent. <laughs> yes. American accent. Yes. What's that, Maury? She's not utilizing the million followers. But she did a video with Alex saying, did you notice I changed my shirt? Oh, my God. You, so you're mad at her because she doesn't use the platform to its fullest, right? Okay, you changed your shirt. Deal? That's what you're telling your new million followers? Well, listen, man. What does she have to say, right? <laughs> I don't know. Alec Baldwin did all the work. Uh, but that's weird. I can't, uh, I can't even understand why somebody would do that. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. 
Uh, DeMar Hamlin honored by the Buffalo Bills during the uh, first game since his medical emergency last week. This is what went down before the Bills game. Throughout this week, the entire Western New York community, NFL family, and people from around the world have been praying for DeMar Hamlin. DeMar's amazing recovery has lifted our collective spirits, and we are forever grateful for the love and support DeMar's family and friends and our organization have received. Today, we celebrate DeMar's recovery, our love for DeMar, and our gratitude. Please rise and show your support as only Bill's Mafia can. So this was, uh, he suffered a a cardiac arrest during a game on January 2nd, which was so, oh my God. Like that was, did you see it at all? I, yes. And I saw how everything unfolded on Twitter. It was insane. And on Saturday afternoon, DeMar took to Instagram to share this message. He said, uh, when you put real love into the world, it comes back to you three times as much. The love has been overwhelming, but I'm thankful for every single person that prayed for me and reached out. Uh, We brung the world back together behind us. If you know me, you know this only going to make me stronger uh, on a long road. Keep praying for me. Hashtag three strong. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jays have come to terms with first baseman Brandon Belt. One year, $9.3 million contract. One Ooh. year, $9.3 Must be nice. million dollar contract. Uh, Belt's 34. He played his entire 12-year career with the uh, Giants, winning two World Series titles, all-star in uh, 2016. Uh, knee surgery in September. It says he's looking ahead to the 2023 Wait, season. like this last September? Yeah, knee surgery? And they're yeah. paying him 9.3 mil? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. One Imagine season. how much more he'd get if he didn't have knees. <sighs> Jeez. That other knee better be bionic. Right. <laughs> Not near Disney. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, the floods and mudslides and rain and rising waters in California right now is really incredible. So uh, Ellen posted a video. Uh, where she was in her backyard in Montecito. Montecito is the neighborhood that Oprah and Gwyneth Paltrow and George Lucas and Meghan and Harry live. Super rich neighborhood. Sounds like it. Right? And she's standing in front of what is normally a sort of a dry river. There's never water in it. And, like, Mm. it is the water is, like, raging down this river. So here's Ellen. Yikes. Montecito is under complete evacuation. The entire town That's the the water that you hear in the background. Yeah. Uh, The death toll from the storms went from 12 to 14 yesterday after two people were killed by falling trees. Oh, my God. Uh, President Joe Biden issued an emergency declaration yesterday to uh, support storm response and relief efforts in at least a dozen counties. In L.A., there was a potential for as much as eight inches of rain in L.A. County. Uh, And the number of people without electricity in California as of last night was 92,000 people. Uh, But where Ellen's place is, they're elevated. So in that clip, it was hard to hear, but they were told to shelter in place. So they're Uh not being evacuated because the problem is that where Montecito sits, it's almost in like a canyon. Uh And so everything is blocked. 
all the roads, there's roadblocks everywhere because of mudslides and flooding. So even people that were ordered to evacuate still can't get out. Will this affect tonight's awards show? I don't know because the Golden Globes are tonight, right? And there's a lot of people who have to travel from those types of places uh, to to get there. So uh, I don't know, but I'm sure it's going to be a huge topic of conversation on the the red carpet tonight. And uh, speaking of, damn it, more of the Golden Globes uh, are going down tonight. This is sort of like a rebuild of the Golden Globes because remember they 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 punished them last year, right? No, no, they 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 didn't. They did, but it was like they just sort of handed them out. Yes, the the television networks didn't want to carry them last year because they were still saying, you guys haven't changed enough, you haven't shown us your plan, and they sort of put them in a timeout. But every from what I'm reading now, it's it's not like the. it's not like it's going to be a sort of slow, gradual rebuild. Uh, from everything that I've read, all the big stars are going to be there. Like Brad Pitt's going to be there tonight. Spielberg's oh. going to be there tonight. Uh, so do they most... reach out to all these stars then already and say, here are the changes that we've made? So I think that they, yes. Uh, right. Uh, for those who cared. Yeah. Because some people I'm sure, you know, it doesn't matter one way or another, but they just stayed away because they didn't want to take the heat, mm-hmm. you know, for going in the first place. Um, but uh, let me go through some of the big categories here um best picture avatar elvis the fablemans tar and top gun maverick what do you think mocha uh top gun maverick top gun maverick i think elvis is gonna win really yeah i do i would like that movie was terrible i know it wasn't great but i think top gun maverick should win yeah austin butler is presenting so that might say something yeah and then um comedy babylon didn't see it uh-uh. Uh, the Banshees of uh, Inishirin. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, though. Uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I did see, which was awesome. Uh, Glass Onion Ooh, and uh, okay. Triangle of Sadness. Oh. Wait, Triangle of Sadness and it's a comedy? Yeah, it's a oh. dark comedy. The mm-hmm. comedy category at the Golden Globes and, the, and all these things. The it's only one I'm going to pick is the only one that I've seen, which is Glass Onion. You didn't see Everything Everywhere All at Once? Mm-mm. Oh, my that's God, it's awesome. That's going to win. It's awesome. What's that one? No, I think that the Banshees of uh, Inishirin is going to win. The Banshees of what? Of Inish of Inishirin? Of Inishirin? I don't is that know. A place? I, no, I yeah, I started watching it. And I was like, it's Colin Farrell and the other guy. And I was like, I just wasn't in the right headspace for it. Who's the Banshee? I don't know, man. I don't know. Spoiler alert. You fell asleep. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I did. Do you want me to keep going through these or are we done with the stupid Golden Globes? Uh, oh, here, let's get uh, the uh, da, 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 actor in a motion picture. Uh, okay, Austin go. Butler for Elvis, Brendan yeah. Fraser for The Whale, Hugh Jackman for The Sun, Bill Nye for Living, and uh, Jeremy Pope for uh, The Inspection. Oh, The Whale. See, but here's the thing is that remember Brendan Fraser? I don't think Brendan Fraser is going to go because he, one of the reasons why he left Hollywood all those years ago was because he had uh, accused the head of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association mm. of sexual assault. Um, so if they give it the, to him, uh, I know. This is the year of his like big I, welcome back. This I'm, is the year he could say something during his speech. No, I don't think that Brendan Fraser will go. I oh, really, I, I really don't. You I, think he's going to go? I, I, I don't think to he's say go. something when he knows he's going to win. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I can't see Brendan Fraser going uh, to the uh, Golden Globes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Chris Harrison finally dropped the uh, most dramatic podcast ever. That's what it's called. Oh, Chris Harrison, of course, the former host of uh, The Bachelor franchise. If you remember back in 2018 when uh, Bachelorette or Bachelor contestant uh, Rachel Kirkenall was, was seen in a picture. Yeah, yeah. 
It was a picture. It, it was a, it, the the picture was taken in 2018. Oh, okay, okay. But then the drama happened. The when? drama happened in was that 2021? I guess it was. Damn. Maybe like early 2021. I'm not sure. Maybe maybe late 2020, early 2021. Uh, but then he went and did that interview um, with Rachel Lindsay where he defended... Left June 2021. Is that what it was? Thanks, Mar. Uh, where he said to give her a little grace, a little understanding, and a little compassion. And then the interview blew up and he was like, who the hell are you or anybody else to sort of judge all this stuff? So he was kicked out of the franchise and he's really laid low for a very long time. Mm. And now he's coming back with this podcast. And I was really hoping for just some sort of like authentic analysis. Mm -hmm. But Chris Harrison is just so affected in the way he presents content from that show that even when he's trying to sort of sound authentic, it still sounds completely like just the farcical script. Yeah, like mm. it sounds scripted. Listen to this. I have not spoken publicly since I left the Bachelor franchise. I have not made one comment. And one thing I learned while I was going through this whole ordeal, when there is so much noise, me talking was just going to be more noise. It would have been like trying to have a conversation in the middle of a crowded stadium. It just wouldn't have mattered. You wouldn't have heard it. You know, to go back to the uh, infamous interview, one point that I was trying to make and did not make eloquently was people need time to think. You need time to process. I'm sure there are a lot of people, well, a few people that are sitting in Hollywood right now, nervous as hell that I am doing a podcast. And I guess I would say to those people, if you're nervous, maybe you should be because you probably know that I know. Ooh. So does he spill the beans? What does he say? No, not really. Oh, uh, he put a play, play, play clip too. Play oh, come clip on, too. Chris. Yeah. I guess the thing I would start with is, and I have to give myself some grace because when I went through this ordeal after the interview and, and everything subsequently kind of melted down. There was there's there was no template for for this. There was no playbook. There the toughest thing for me was where to turn, what to do. I was heartbroken. I was gutted. I was embarrassed. I was mad at myself. I was disappointed in myself. The last thing in the world I ever wanted to do was be an agent of anything negative, whether it had to do with race or or anything. It sounds like he's on the hot seat on after the final rose. <laughs> I do miss him on the show, though. Big time. I think but... the show misses him, too. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't think they can't think bring it's... him back. No, nah, they, won't. They, they won't. won't. they won't. They won't bring him. They won't bring him back. They got that new guy. They got the football player. Jesse don't Palmer. They? Jesse Palmer. He's great, though. Yeah. He's Is he good host. on the show? He's a great Is he? host. Yeah I, mean, yeah. I haven't seen a lot of Jesse Palmer. And there's a, a on new that season show. coming up uh, at the end of the month, right, Jim? Uh, next, next Monday, the 23rd. Oh, Oh, is it Bachelor or Bachelorette? Bachelor. Bachelor. Which do you prefer, Jim? Bachelor or Bachelorette? Oh, Bachelor for sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Bachelorettes are nuts. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so I'm good. still waiting for a yeah. gay Bachelor. It's not going to happen, Maury. It's, it's, we've gone over this a million times. It, it, I don't know how you do gay Bachelor when you run the risk of like... Everyone falling in love Everyone with each other. Everyone falling in love with each other. <laughs> Be and entertaining. Then, and then the poor guy's just sitting there going like, yo. What about like, me? What, this what, is supposed to be about me. This is my day. <laughs> this, is, this is my day. Yeah. 
Right? <laughs> and he just goes home and everyone else is happy. Yes, right? <laughs> and I'm just a loser, loser of the bunch. Right? Like fantasy date, right? Yeah. Fantasy suite or what? A group date. Could you imagine a group date oh. on Gay Bachelor, Maury? Maury's <laughs> 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 like, yes, I can. <laughs> yes, I can. Come on now. <laughs> right? And don't get me wrong. I would love to see it too. Just for that. I would love to see it all go down. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Francis Ford Coppola, legendary director Francis Ford Coppola. He's got a new movie, Megalopolis, uh-huh. that, he, still alive? That, that he's directing. I know. So he did oh. legend, legendary. Of course, um, Godfather. Godfather, Godfather 2, everything else, right? Francis Ford Coppola hasn't really had a hit film since, since, since. Godfather? 1992's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, wow. Okay, that's the last time he had like a legitimate sort of hit film. (laughs) So what, now he's back with a vengeance? So Megalopolis has descended into absolute chaos, according to multiple sources. The movie, currently halfway through shooting in Atlanta, Uh um, has in its last week lost key creative talent, including its production designer and supervising art director. That's on top of losing the entire visual effects team uh, at the beginning of December. Uh, the movie stars Adam Driver, Natalie Emanuel, Forrest Whitaker, Lawrence Fishburne, John Voight, Talia Shire, Shia LaBeouf, Jason wow. Schwartzman, and Dustin Hoffman. The film centers around an architect who seeks to rebuild New York City as a utopia after a disaster. Here's the thing. This budget started as a $100 million budget, and mm-hmm. Francis Ford Coppola broke the cardinal rule in Hollywood, which is never spend your own money. Because Francis Ford Coppola wanted to make this movie the way he wanted to make it without it being sold and without a distributor, he put up his own money, including tens of millions of dollars that he made off selling off his Northern California wineries. Wow, he really believes in this movie. Now sources are saying that they don't even know if production can continue as planned. Is this supposed to be like his absolute chaos? His like how uh, James Cameron has Avatar. Is this supposed to be like his Avatar? Yeah, this is his first sort of special effects heavy film, and he fired his entire special effects team back in December. So he put up a hundred and twenty million dollars of his own movie. That is an absolute disaster right now. His own money of his own money. Well, this is why I can't get any of his wine right now. Because <laughs> he sold it all off to make Megalopolis <laughs> or whatever the hell Jeez. this thing's called. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Logan Paul's in it again. What happened now? So they found Logan's pig. What? So Logan famously bought a pig years ago uh, named it Pearl. Okay. Right. And it was one of these little teeny tiny pigs. Uh-huh. Right. But then the pig grew up. And the pig became large. And yeah. Logan had, you had seen the pig in different videos and everything else uh, that he had uh, done. And the pig was found abandoned in a field in a mangled state, no. according to rescuers. Uh, Pearl was allegedly found uh, alone next to another pig who had passed away no. with a life-threatening infection. Um, thankfully, she pulled through and the the Pearl is uh, lucky to be alive, they say. Uh, footage of her heartbreaking um, plight has been shared uh, by a company called The Gentle Barn, which is a U.S. animal sanctuary, oh who rescued God. Pearl from what they said would have been likely death. Now, the the rescuers are not immediately blaming Logan Paul, although when you look at the pig, you can tell that this is the pig that Logan Paul had, right? Mm-hmm. They say that this may have been a 
irresponsible rehoming because Logan Paul moved from Los Angeles to Puerto Rico in 2021. Mm. So they're saying that maybe Logan tried to rehome the pig in a not so responsible way and gave mm. it to somebody who said, yes, I want the pig and then didn't actually want the pig. And then they abandoned the pig with another pig. Um, but uh, but Pearl is fine. She's going to pull through and she's now with friends and is getting all the care that she Logan needs. Paul hasn't said anything. Yet, he has right? not said oh. anything. No, no, no. Cute pig, though. Real cute pig. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, Logan Paul. So yesterday it was revealed that an animal rescue organization um, found Logan Paul's pig, Pearl, uh, dying basically with infection next to another dead pig um, in like a forest. And Logan had made such a big deal when he got Pearl because he was like, look at my pig. And he's an influencer and he had a pig. Mm-hmm. And he it looked like he cared for the pig when he watched all his videos. Um, but then Logan Paul at the pan- and during the pandemic moved from Los Angeles to Puerto Rico. And so there's where the confusion was, is that everybody online was going in on Logan Paul because they thought that he had abandoned um, the pig when he moved. And he was getting a lot of hate. Like when you Mm. do this kind of stuff to an animal, people come at you hard. And Logan Paul has finally released a statement, uh, an explanation as to what happened to Pearl the pig. Was she irresponsibly rehomed by me? Absolutely not. She was put in an amazing horse uh, horse ranch where she lived in a life for 10 months when that homeowner relocated and the pig swiped hands again it was something that i didn't know was taking place and apparently that farmer called the gentle barn to come pick her up i found this out yesterday and i emailed the gentle barn immediately and and offered to help in any way i could i cuddled with this pig i slept with this pig she was in my life for two to two and a half years like and she lived the best life ever she was regularly bathed ate meals that were like gourmet for a pig had a 30 foot by 50 foot pen had an apartment of her own like i loved this pig and so yeah seeing that video was, was heartbreaking to me i thought Pearl was in a safe healthy condition and state and when i found out that she was not and it was it sucks man and i want to do everything i can to help that's why i emailed the gentle barn and like i was going to keep this private but like social media loves to do what they want and the armchair quarterbacks trying to make assumptions about about uh, uh, who I am and how I treat animals. I've grown up with animals my whole life. Um, and, and, and whenever, whenever, if ever, they have to be rehomed, I make sure they're in responsible homes that can take care of them accordingly. So he sent Pearl to a farm, which was a great farm, apparently. Then that guy moved and rehomed Pearl again. And it was that third person then who is responsible for the the mistreating uh, Pearl. So uh, that is the explanation from Logan Paul. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.